0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Kanguru, aka Gurino, aka Gurachi, aka Rugby League Guru. Make sure to subscribe to the Rugby League Guru on Instagram, Facebook, all the podcasting apps as usual, brought to you by the beer of sport. The footy season is back, and this beer dedicates its life to providing rugby league content. So why not go and grab a case? Every time you grab a case, you're contributing to making Bloke Bar network grow. The more Bloke Bar network grows, the more we can change the rugby league and sporting landscape in Australia and give you good, high quality content without all the nonsense. So go to your local, grab a case. If they don't stock it, We've got a much better team this year, guys. We you know, we used to sell out a lot last year. Very hard to get it back in because we'd be constantly selling out. Way more people involved now that will be able to get the beer back into stores. So go in, ask politely, can you order some via ALM or ILG? They'll be able to order some bloke in a bar to your local independent bolo, and you'll be able to get the best beer in the country. It's easy drinking. It's not hoppy. It's beer that tastes like real beer. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby. Just a bloke in a bar what is up ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of bloke in a bar it was so good to have the footy back on the weekend i've got the great kangaroo also known as gurino sometimes referred to as rugby league guru but mostly mainly gurino and kangaroo how was your weekend mate
1: good mate kangaroo kangaroo is becoming more (laughs) and more popular every
0: week which is killing me just quietly (laughs) Hey.
1: Uh, no mate, good weekend, good to have footy back uh, Bit of a mixed bag, the trials but
0: no, At least we got something to least look we got at some. yeah, Something to look exactly at right. If I've got to live with the nickname Beak You've got to live with Kangaroo no, Until until Beak goes away, Kangaroo is staying <laughs> um, As always, brought to you by the beautiful Bloke bar Beer Crisp, easy drinking I had a couple on the weekend, Kangaroo And it was absolutely heaven Sitting back, watching the footy Finally back, beautiful warm weather uh, These are the stores in Spotlight We've got Warwick Farm sellers the good old Warwick Farms. Warwick Farm Cellars, Bottle Mart, Troy's Liquor, The Oaks, Lakeside Plaza Celebrations, The Entrance, Char- Charlie's Liquor, all stalls. Charlie's Liquor, all of their stores. Porter's Alexandria Celebrations, Plumpton, Legend Forest, Legends Forest Hill Wagga, Shearer's Arms Tavern, Gold Coast, Stafford Tavern, Brisbane. Aussie World Superstore in Sunny Coast. That's Aussie World Superstore, Sunny Coast. Dicey's Liquor Warehouse in Gladstone, Westbrook Tavern in the Great Toowoomba. If your local doesn't stock it, or they have stocked it in the past, you can walk in, ask them politely, order some via ALM, and they will be able to get some beer in. Uh, Make sure to support the platform, guys. Plus, it's a beautiful beer. So if you normally drink beer and you love footy, why not just grab a case of bloke in a bar instead of your your normal beer that you drink uh, and enjoy the content. But the weekend has gone and done. Like who, what, who impressed you the most? I know it's, I know it's just the trials. So let's, let's uh, put a, what's the word? Uh, a disclaimer at the start of this. We understand that it was just trials, guys. We understand it. But we have to work with the information that we got. And so everything we say going forward is understanding that it was just trials. But who impressed you? What squad impressed you the most?
1: Uh, As far as squads, uh, I'll start with one guy. I want to give a shout-out first to Billy Walters. Mm. What he's done, we've just heard in the last probably 40 minutes or so of recording, it looks like he has got the six jersey. And, mate, we sat here, what, five weeks ago and said, you know, is it because he's his son? Is there going to be a bit of backlash? Personally, I don't think there's any argument that he hasn't been the most impressive ball player
0: over the last few weeks. For sure. And I was of that ilk of, like, look, He's, a, he's the coach's son it is not worth the backlash you'll receive by putting him in but I think if anyone has watched the trials both trials it is a very, you're a very tough man to impress if, or woman if you don't feel Billy Walters has been the best six for the Broncos now you could say Ezra Miam has had the highlight kind of stuff and don't get me wrong, no one's as excited about Miam as me Like I'm so excited, I think the long term six all of that great stuff but it is way way too early to be putting him in first grade round 1 with a you know with Adam Reynolds you know let this kid he's 18 years old pretty sure let this kid you know ply his trade in New South uh, Queensland cup there's no need to rush him when you have a guy like Billy Walters who I feel has truly truly anti sport if yet put it this way let's say they all played solidly and he was just a little bit better i would even argue look got to be loyal stay loyal to either Kelly or Gamble but i just think he's been far and away their best half over the last two weeks, that you would be crazy not to put him in that sixth role.
1: Yeah, it'd be wild if he doesn't get it for me. I will be shocked.
0: Mm. Be interested to see gets the
1: 14 jersey now.
0: Yeah, I just... I think Corey Pakes has played himself into uh, it.
1: So do I. I Yeah, I, I I didn't see a world where I wouldn't have Gamble or Kelly. Or I, I didn't expect Gamble or Kelly to be in the side somewhere. Mm. I, I don't know if I can get him in there now.
0: Yep, I really don't. I can't because Corey Pakes used to be a seven. So you know he... You know that he can cover the half role if he has to. Um, you know, he could even fill in as like a lock if he had to. I know he's quite small, but he is explosive. I, now, some people are calling for Corey to be straight into number nine. I still believe we made this st- same mistake with Andrew McCulloch where, you know, Andrew McCulloch wasn't offering that much in attack. And so we were like, oh, well, we can just have Turpin who had a great first season. But there is something to be said for, yes, Turpin doesn't necessarily explode out of dummy half, but you need a solid hooker that's going to get through a shit ton of tackles, lay the platform, and then you can bring on Corey. Whereas I just don't think Corey is a platform layer. I think he can come on and be explosive. Especially now that you
1: have got Adam Reynolds and you've mm. got a genuine 5'8 in that side. Now, it'd be good to have a really good running 9 Mm-hmm. But I think they'll be okay with Turpin
0: yeah, and sure. bringing
1: Pakes on in little bits and pieces. For me, it's his running game that is the best part of his game. Yeah, If you can bring him on for 15 minutes, stints against a tired park, could be anything for Brisbane. Absolutely.
0: Well, it could be a great combo because although you may not get that explosiveness from Turpin, you, you get the, the, the hard stuff out of the way. All the big forwards running, all the big boppers, all the just setting up... Um, Positions on the field, and then Corey has the best of both worlds. Like I, I understand, Corey would love to start, love to play eighty minutes, uh, and so would Turpin. But maybe it is best for the team that Turpin becomes a sixty-minute hooker, or even a you know a, a fifty-minute hooker, and Corey comes on and you know has explosive explosive runs out of dummy half. And there's nothing wrong with that. Either. No, not at all, not at all. And one of them could end, play themselves into that eighty-minute role. Like you've got two options. I just can't see a world where. I, I personally agree with you. I, I would have struggled to see Gamble not in the 17. Uh, I just think he struggled a little bit, especially uh, against the Titans. He just looked a bit um, – had good moments. And in defense, he had some good, good solid defense. But if he was the guy that was supposed to steer the ship. And I know we came back in the end, but he just didn't look like – it didn't look like he was an NRL player playing against a, a Q Cup side. Gamble's biggest
1: strength can be his weakness sometimes, and on the weekend it was that he tries too hard sometimes. For sure, Um, I I, you know I love that about gamble, and fuck if I'm playing him in Queensland Cup in round one, Mm. I think you're going to be in for something special. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't want to be marking up against him.
0: Thoughts Um, on Kelly?
1: Yeah, I I've always been a little bit higher on Kelly, but I think it's hard to argue with that he played himself out of that side on the weekend. Mm. I thought, Um, and they weren't. Huge mistakes Huge errors But just little things That you know we, we, we were talking about During the game They build up Absolutely It's a kick that goes A metre too long That's a 20 metre tap Then it's a penalty On the 40 metre All of a sudden The Titans are attacking 20 metres out When they should have been Kicking from their own 30 metre line yeah. But it all comes down To that kick being A metre too long
0: And it's what the NRL Is about realistically yeah, Absolutely And And in games like that, if you are a fringe player that is a first grader, you've really got to be stamping your authority on that game. You've really got to be like, you know, oh, wow, like Albert Kelly is a step above. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I think it's great for the Broncos that they've got two players that can play good quality NRL. But I just felt like when I watched Billy Walters play in both matches, I felt you watched him and you go, he's a touch, he's a step above. He's a little bit above the, the Q Cup standard. And there were other players like that too. Like, for example, Ezra Mann was a little bit above. The only difference is that he's quite young. Um, I thought for the Titans, though, for feeder on the centre, I thought for feeder on centre was great.
1: Yeah, very impressive. Um, obviously, had to mark Katoni Staggs, which was a bit a of a nightmare. Nightmare, nightmare fuel. Um, I mean, Stags, I think Stags beat him one on one there, but I'll back Stags in to beat some of the best defensive centres in our game. Yeah, I, honestly, that, that
0: close to the line, I doubt many centres yep. would stop Stags. Outside of maybe a Manu or an Olam, maybe. And this was my biggest problem with the Broncos
1: last year when I was watching them that they had these two Ferraris out on the right edge, Stags, and they just weren't getting the ball to them. Clean mm. ball. I thought they got more clean ball the other night in the first 20 minutes when. Yeah. Walters was directing Than they have in the last few years yeah. So Yeah I thought another impressive team Granted they, they, they put out Close to a full strength side Was Manly um, In saying that I thought the Tigers Were probably one of the more Disappointing ones But I thought Manly was great Turbo has <laughs> Returned yeah. Where he left I think it took him two minutes To get his first TA Yeah One of a thousand this year Yeah um, Yeah when, when, when they conceded that try Right on halftime, Like 39th minute very worrying signs for the Tigers.
0: Worrying signs was is that that in that second half, it was essentially reserve-grade Manly versus basically reserve-grade Tigers, and it was a shellacking. Yeah. So that, so even if you were to say, yes, it's just a trial, and it is just a trial, the concern is is that the Tigers' depth isn't, isn't the best right now. Now, it's just one game, it's just one half of footy, but from what we did see, the amount of points Manly laid on with a team with a, against a side that should be equal. Like that, those two teams, they looked about the same experience. And mate, like. I, in the second half that I, is Yeah.
1: And I mean, mate, at the 38th minute, it was 8 4 to Manly. Like okay. that actually Like Manly was the better side, don't get me wrong. But to the Tigers' credit, they'd hung in. And then to concede a try in the 39th minute when you got one more set to go, it's just, it's very Tigers. Mm. It's very, you just, if, if I told you that had happened to a team. probably guess the Tigers.
0: Tigers or Broncos, really. Yeah,
1: Uh, which I'm sure would have had Madge kicking chairs and
0: not happy. Yeah, the concern – we'll get into the trials. We'll get into the trials. Um, Got got ahead of ourselves there. So, Ponga says in an interview, I'm locked in. I'm dedicated to winning a comp. Now, to be clear, though, in that same interview, he kind of says, you know, I'm just focused on footy. I'm not thinking about contracts. I'm not thinking about this. So, it wasn't – even though that sentence – Looks like, you know, he's 100% already signed a contract. But I do believe that for him to say, I'm dedicated to winning a comp here, this is great signs for the Knights and massive pat on the back if the Knights do keep him.
1: Yeah, um, I'll probably get accused of being a bit stubborn here. But yeah. what else did you expect him to say mm. at the same time?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I like if, if I'm Ponga, I would say stuff like, not, instead of I'm dedicated to winning a comp here and like, The rhetoric was kind of like, I'm here long-term. I would be saying things like, you know, I'm just focused on playing good footy. You Mm know, I I love the club, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the I'm dedicated to winning a comp here, that kind of implies, like, I'm here for the long haul.
1: Yeah, I'm just worried that right now he's saying that and all the clubs are on zero wins. If the Knights are still on zero wins and there's other teams with eight wins, I'm a little bit worried about how that might change. Um, But, mate, for Newcastle's sake, once again... I hope he does stay. I think it'll be unreal for them to keep KP. But, uh,
0: yeah, I'm probably not as convinced by this. Really? Okay, interesting, interesting. I mean, I'm locked in. Now, locked in could mean I'm focused on this season, um, but it also could mean they've they've come to terms or agreements. I think the fact that, you know, his father is a part of the club now definitely helps his cause to staying. Um, I'm not 100% sold that he is locked in, but it's good rhetoric. Yeah, if you oh, want, to
1: It's good signs. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: no doubt about that. It is good signs. But this
1: decision for me isn't going to be made in the preseason. It's going to be made over the next 10 or 12 weeks. There's, I, I so many,
0: there's so many nice men going, Guru, just give it to us. Just yeah. say stone and mate, so I can feel Every single one of them that,
1: mes- that messages me tells me I'm a fucking idiot. I go, you should be standing up for your team. Yeah. You should be telling me to get stuff good on you. I love that you're passionate. Uh, but... I, I'm still very
0: concerned. Was it our last week? There was a comment on the YouTube. two. There was like, there they go again, bashing the <laughs> Knights. It's like, bro, I'm, we're not bashing the Knights. It's like, we, we, we're just like giving our thoughts on what's, what's really happening. But, yeah, um, if we're
1: wrong, send it to us. Yep, we're happy
0: to wear it. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so Ponga, oh, I just think it's good rhetoric. And I th- yep. what, I, what I like about what he said from a Knights perspective is he understands the role. He understands what he needs to do. He understands why he... You know, the only reason Ponga stays at the Knights nice right now, it is not because they're already playing good footy and he wants to be a part of a good organisation. It's not because he's just really enjoying his footy. He understands that the only thing that can keep him there, it's not money, uh, it's not really right now the, the I guess, the, the fortune of playing with another superstar or a Super 3 or whatever. Uh, it's truly about... I understand it's going to take a few years and it's about winning a comp here. If I can achieve that, it'll be worth maybe the money sacrifice if I am making a money sacrifice. Um, so I, again, I, I agree with you that it doesn't mean that he signed the contract and it's going to be a very different landscape if they don't win, if they struggle in the start of the year. But I do like that him saying that, that as a new, if I'm a Newcastle fan, that's what I love to hear. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I'd love to stay, but we're just nutting out like... You know the contract and the implication is then offering up enough, up enough, enough money. Um, it is truly about being the man that takes them to a premiership.
1: I will say this: if they do, if this season goes differently to what I'm anticipating, which it quite possibly could, um, it, it is. I, I'm, I'm then more confident he could stay there. But I'm, you know, I'm just worried that the next ten weeks is going to have more impact. Yeah. Mate, I if, if they s- just have one or two injuries in the halves, I just, what's going to happen there?
0: I feel sorry for if he does leave. The amount of Knights fans are going to look back on this and blow up. Well, that's the like, thing,
1: and I'm sorry it's happened before. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's not like it's not like it'd be an unusual thing. And KP, unfortunately, he would become public enemy number one. Oh, fuck. but once again, if I'm KP, I've got to take care of KP.
0: Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, look, look, the safe bet is to go to another club that is doing better. But if he truly, if he truly believes, like. You know, I think I can win a comp. And you've got to remember too, like, he would have confidence in his ability to recruit other stars because before he went to the Knights, they couldn't recruit anyone. And then they obviously got, they've got like, what, four or five origin players now. And that's all the back off.
1: And, mate, if you can recruit a good seven, it's a great side again. Yeah. They just need that direction. Um, I heard that he mentioned how happy he is that Joey's there. Mm. It's always a good sign. Um, Hypothetical. Put you on the spot here. If they're, I don't know, 2-10 and 10 at round 12, and it's all sort of going to shit. like let, Let's be honest here. If they're going poorly, they'll blame KP.
2: Because he's oh, the best sure. player on the field. For
1: sure. Like, th- this narrative could turn on KP very quickly. Joey, Newcastle legend. Does Joey say to KP, you have to stay, or does Joey care about KP?
0: Yeah. like I mean, Is it
1: going to get to a point, if they do go poorly, which they might not, but if they do... Is KP just going to be public enemy
0: regardless? Yeah, this it's, is my it's a worry. Tough one. It's, it's such a tough one. And you're right. Like, it will be. I mean, he already is public enemy, number one, to some people. Like, there's already Newcastle Knights that are like well, mate, overrated. Well, there's nothing this, uh, we
1: hate in rugby league more than when a guy's losing and he's got a camera in his hand or he's on a skateboard. Mm. If he's winning and he's doing those, those things, it's, totally fine. it's great. Yeah. Hunky dory, fantastic. But if they start to lose and KP is, I mean, we saw him having, what, a milkshake at the start of last year. Remember how that blew up?
0: When he was like, "Oh, well," he said, "Like, you know, I didn't mind that." Something like I, Brownie when Brownie got moved on or whatever. Yeah, he Fine. said, oh, "I just went down and got a milkshake," and that still comes up now. I mean, it was a. But that's thing, who so. KP eats. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he is going to be the guy that if they
1: if they lose eight games in a row, he's still going to be walking down the road barefoot. He's going to be riding his skateboard. Yeah. He's going to be he's going to be doing things outside of the game like his podcast, like his promotional things, which he should be doing. But rugby league is an audience. We yep. don't like those things when yep. people aren't I mean, doing
0: well. A good example of this is like, you know, even Corey Norman to an extent, and he wasn't even involved in a lot of that stuff. But it just – it did magnify like – it gave people a reason to dislike him. Like, you know, even though his form at times wasn't the best, it does give people a reason to point at that and go, you're not focused on rugby league, rah, rah. And it's like – like they – it's – they're still going to live their lives. The live
1: know what sells. KP yeah. is going to sell over the next six months.
3: Oh, man. I mean, he already is. And he, um, I think it's funny to point out that Ponga comment, that was actually in mid-2019. That was wow. actually three years ago. Wow. And people the still say. milkshake one? Yeah. Mm. Good it was, God. It was mate, 20 or 20. I might. still
1: get milkshake emojis posts on
0: yeah. KP. It's funny. That's like, funny. They won't forget. <laughs> um, interesting times. I mean, the nights uh, they are in the balance right now their whole franchise in my opinion but as i said i'm going to look at a glass half full mm. i'm going to say that's great rhetoric i'm going to say pray to the footy gods that he does stay because i do want pong to stay at the nights because i think it's better for rugby league as do i i've probably just had a few more sips out of my glass <laughs> your glass half empty bar you gotta come glass half full might be quarter full just call <laughs> Um, so if you're a betting man, do you still think he's Gonskis?
1: Oh, I, I think he is. Okay. But that's because I think they're not going to go well this year, and I think okay. that decision will So
0: be if they go man. well, let's say they go first 10 matches and they go five from 10, does he stay?
1: Yeah. I, 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 I think he's a much better chance to Yeah, But, mate, the, the longer this goes, the longer the Dolphins are sitting on a heap of money because they haven't got a marquee guy. Yeah. Uh, like... I don't know, if if they're not going to sign KP, if they can't like now Melbourne have a heap of money to keep Munster and Grant mm. too, who's going to be the guy?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. What's, I just finished watching the uh, Wayne Rooney documentary, yeah. the soccer player, and what was really interesting is that the only time that he, that Manchester United really nearly lost him, and he said he was leaving Man United, was he walked into the office with Alex Ferguson, and they just got gotten rid of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and another really I think it's Tevez or something, something like that. And Rooney walked into Ferguson and said, mate, who have you signed? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm not going to stay. And Alex Ferguson said, get get out of my office, which is not the right-of-way to answer. I mean, for Alex Ferguson, one of the greatest coaches of all time. But the reason why I bring that up is it's like, it's a very similar situation that I, I think Ponger is in right now, is that I'm sure he's going to the upper echelon and saying, who are we signing? Like, what, what's what's the plan? Who's the recruitment? Like, we got rid of Mitchell Pearce. Um, who's the guy to replace him? Uh and you look around and you go, who is the guy? Like, what seven on the market right now is, is someone they could go after? What do you got there, mate?
3: Uh, um, it's off topic, just a bit of breaking news, and it's very, very sad. Hayes Dunster will miss the entire season after rupturing his ACL, MCL, and PCL. Far out.
0: Fuck. Far out, man. Oh, it's a tough game. And it was like his – this is his year. This was his year, was his a man year sport. yep. And he was doing so well, like, at the end of last year. Oh man, I just I know how as a as a player like especially on the fringe there, your whole life has come to this. Finally, finally, I get a, a chance to cement a spot and prove myself, and then just get ripped from you. And then you're sitting there watching the games, and you're happy for the boys. But at the same time, if another wing comes and kills it, you're sitting there like for, you know. There's been reports that the Eels have uh, inquired whether Jermaine Osako is free. Far out, man. Poor bloke. He'll be back though. He'll be back. I always bring up the same, the same example. Look at Tedesco. First couple of years of his career, blew his knee out. What two times? Was it three or two? I think it was three, mate. Yeah. It was, and it was, like, look where he is now. He will go yeah. down as one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. Period. Already, like, I reckon if Tedesco was to retire tomorrow, you could still consider him as one of the greatest fullbacks of all yep, time. I would. Um, and so I always use that example example of. If you get injured, look at Teddy. He come back. He's more explosive than ever. One of the best ball runners we've ever seen. So, yeah. Head up. He'll be back. Great dunster. Great dunster. Um, Yeah, so Ponga, all of those things we just said, I think that's good rhetoric. I think if I'm a Knights fan, I take a lot of uh, hope from that. A lot of hope from that. Now, uh, just a quick question I wanted to ask you. Really interesting. So, obviously, Maverick Gaia. Uh, you know, he was the talk of the town yesterday the commentators loved him. don't get me wrong, I love, I love me some MG more than Xbox, I actually messaged MG and was like mate, I'm so happy for you, I see your son doing so well, but wow those commentators, they were setting him up to get peppered online, there, were, there was a period there where the ball was on the other side of the field and they were like, literally said they need to get the ball to Maverick Guy on the other side of the field, it's like this, this poor bloke's going to get peppered online because you're speaking about him too much
1: yeah, I felt sorry for him. Oh, what about when they, straight after the game, they had the Fox League interview and they had him waiting on the microphone to talk. It's like,
0: out. fuck. Different era. Good eh?
1: on him. Oh, and at the same time, I think he's one of those charismatic sort of fellas that was able to hand, him, hand, hand himself, himself, well, Thankfully, sure. Could have been a disaster, um, though. Yeah, I, I, I think he was actually pointing to dad in the bar on the other side of the stadium. So, yeah. some good chat there. But, uh, yeah, a good try. Great first touch. But um, I, just wanna, I wanted
0: to ask you the question. It's really, really interesting. And, look, this is a, a very specific situation because it could have been the fact that his father was a club legend. But Storm chased Gaia and were very interested. And I thought, is this a really – does this show how far the Panthers have come that they are able to knock back – a player at the, the Panthers are able to knock back offers and stay at the Panthers rather than go to Storm?
1: Mate, I thought this exact thing when I heard that. Yeah, okay. I straight away thought, fuck, if this was 10 years ago – I think MG says to him, mate, don't worry about the legacy. You need to become the best footballer you can become. But and Penrith, they're yep. that side now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Not, not saying that the Storm aren't, but Penrith are yeah. on par with
0: this. Now, this, uh, in, in my opinion, this isn't a reflection of the Storm losing anything. Yep. It's a reflection of the Panthers gaining something. So it's not about, oh, the Storm aren't who they used to be. Not, not at all. It's about the Panthers have just come so far that – because I think – so Mark Guy's brother played for the Storm.
1: Yeah, yeah, so so there is – So um, there is a connection so, so Matt Guy played there, yeah. Look, I would argue that if Mark Guy was a legend of any other club other than Penrith Roosters in Melbourne, and there was a contract from Melbourne on the cards, he would say, go and be the best player you can be there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a sign of where Penrith are at. Um, I think he's also well aware that Army Kikau is leaving next year. There yeah. will be a spot on that side, whether Maverick's ready for it or not. We'll see. It's still a year away. We spoke about him three weeks ago, Mm. talking about his stats in Jersey flag were incredibly impressive. Uh, A heap of offloads, heap of tackle breaks. Uh, Yeah, it was a really good try yesterday. Um, The defense obviously wasn't fantastic on it, Mm. but he has shown in Jersey flag that he is a high-end caliber, sort of second
0: rower. So I couldn't believe how big he was. He's a big boy. I I just also was impressed with... The Panthers' depth, man, he is yeah. just like some of that. Like you got Tago playing, you got a guy like Gaia. Um, their six was quality. Uh, was it Fort Flahelm? F- falls. falls, falls, the
1: five eight. Yeah, he was handy. Um, Sean O'Sullivan looked good yesterday. Um, Tago was there. He was playing like all, all the guys that played in the back line looked good to me. So.
0: Yeah. No, it's um, it's good, good signs for the Panthers. Good signs. Uh, now on to the Hughes. Now, his manager has come out and been quoted on this, so this isn't just... Uh, I mean, maybe the the time of how long the contract he wants, um, but Jerome Hughes has reportedly been come out and he's pursuing a six-year deal with Melbourne with the Dolphins apparently chasing him. Now, I want to get... So give me your thoughts on... And he just re-signed last year. Give me your thoughts on this.
1: Well, I think this is this manager's uh, Super Bowl, just quietly. This is perfect situation for him. Hughes obviously becoming... Champion 7 now game over the last few years, won a comp. He's done it all. Melbourne have a heap of guys leaving. There's a heap of money there. There's a new club coming in. They need a marquee player. If I was Jerome Hughes' manager, this is just Disneyland for me. This is perfect, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more noise coming out of Hughes' camp. Um, Six-year deal, it's a long time, though.
3: Yep. It is a long
1: time Six years um, Just
3: confirming that His manager is quoted In the article So Okay he is yeah, yeah. yeah So what, what is his manager Who's yeah. Jerome, Jerome is looking To secure his future And we're hoping To revise his current deal A storm in the box seat To keep Jerome Given he's already contracted He's happy the storm But if we can't get A long term deal We'll look at the open market The Dolphins are a genuine option But Melbourne have the advantage See look I
0: totally understand Where his manager's coming from mm. But I don't like this I don't like this. I don't like when clubs do it, and I don't like when managers do it. You know, the Storm just re-signed him. Apparently, he's on six to seven hundred k. It's not a small deal. He's not taking unders. And I, I don't. And then look, when you when you look at it in a vacuum, he is just doing what is best for his client, and Hughes is just doing what's best for himself. So I cannot knock that, but I I just don't like it, man. Like he just re-signed. And I understand the timing of it all because they haven't locked Munster up yet and he's kind of, not I, everything you just said, but also he's saying, I better put my hat in the ring whilst there's money there because if, if I don't, Munster's going to get this massive deal. There's going to be no money left for Hughes. So, so I understand all the motives from Hughes' Hughes's manager, but it's, it's kind of the public side of it. Like surely this can be handled privately with the Storm and you can say the same things privately to them.
1: You know what I mean? This is another thing that you haven't tend to see in Melbourne for a long mm. time. Yeah. It's just another thing that I think 10 years ago, this this wouldn't have happened. Totally. And obviously, they are in a different situation where they don't have the big three now. Um, I feel you- a bit for the
0: Storm here, though. Like, I feel a bit like they they gave Hughes a crack when none would. He's on a big contract now. They've developed him into one of the best players in the NRL. And now they're kind of getting publicly positioned by a manager. I just... I'm sure there's plenty of things the Storm have done that to players that I don't know about, but I don't know. I just feel sorry for the Storm. I, just, I think this thing is a bit unfair. Yeah, for sure, but it's, it's not
1: business. always a fair game. Yeah. business it. is business. And if I was Hughes' manager, I'd be doing everything I possibly could.
0: Even on the, like right the pub- pub- public side of things, I just, fuck doesn't sit right with me. And it, and you know what? It doesn't sit right with me when clubs do this kind of shit where there's all these leaked articles about wanting to move a player on, yeah. but then they go to the player and they say, no, we don't want to move you on, even though they're trying to move you on.
3: Don't forget as well, wasn't it just a couple of months ago where Hughes' manager said they're not going to stay with Storm? They're not going to take up the Yeah, election? Yeah,
0: that's another thing. So yeah. he basically came out publicly and said we're he not taking up yeah. He knows what he's doing, yeah. but I just… It's I not, yeah. It's, it's not good form. It's not good form. I don't yeah. like it. I, I, and, and, and I just – I don't like it when clubs do it and I don't like it when players do it. I think – put it this way. If that was my manager, I, you know, it's very different when you're younger. Like when I, when I had a manager, like it felt like I worked for him. It didn't feel like he worked for me because they're much older than you so they have yeah. this kind of automatic respect. But looking back on it now, if I was in that position, I would be saying to the manager, bro, like totally respect what you're doing. Can we keep this in-house until we need to – can I ask you if the Dolphins are
1: keen on signing him? Would you, if you were the Dolphins, would you? Has Hughes stepped out of the worries that he's a Melbourne halfback? Is he going to be a successful half? I know that's probably an unpopular opinion, but just putting it out there: is he a guy that if you sign to be your seventh to start your franchise with, you'd be
0: confident you're going to get the same football as you are in Melbourne? I think you'd get high quality football. Yep. but when a marquee signing is signed, it's about much more than rugby league and. With a guy like Hughes, has he stepped out as a marquee signing? Um look if look if there's no if there's let's say ponger's off the market, Reese Walsh is off the market. Like, I'd I'd even consider signing him before Reese Walsh. That, I would consider it because I just think that although Reese Walsh has played some great footy, we've seen Hughes win premierships. Yeah. Um, and play well in premiership games and finals games. Um, the the interesting thing is though, is that I think what you're asking me in a roundabout way is, would you pay a million dollars for him?
1: Yeah, to some extent, which is probably what, I mean, by That's the way that this guy's wheeling and dealing here, you probably are I don't think,
0: think the Dolphins are going to pay a million dollars for him. <laughs> I, I think he's a, a good 750, 800K player. Now, I know that some people will say, look, how could he not be worth a million dollars? He's won premierships. He's one of the best sevens in the game. Um, but I think that million dollar tag, like, fuck, it's, you've got to do it, like, to be, it's the whole package for a million bucks.
1: I would say, too, if I was the Dolphins, and this would probably be unpopular, if I signed Hughes, I wouldn't completely stop my hunt for a halfback either. Mm, I would okay. consider playing him at one. Okay. I, I I still think the way that he plays would just be so suited to fullback. I think he'd still be a star there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, Hughes. I mean, we, we've seen other guys leave that system. Some have done well. Some haven't. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it'd be a bit of a gamble to start a franchise. And if you are the Dolphins and the managers acting this way with Melbourne, is that a red flag to you as well as the Dolphins?
0: Yeah, it's true. And also, if, if you're the Dolphins trying to keep it in house, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Very, very. Uh, and I also feel for Hughes because you know he's not this sort of guy. Oh, 100%. Like, Hughes, Hughes is in a rock between a rock and yeah. a hard place. Like, what, what does he do? Not try to get a big contract for himself? Of course he's going to. He's got – he's 27 years old. And he didn't have the first six years of big contracts. Yeah, so like, he this came is his, late. So yeah. Hughes has got to do
1: the best thing by Absolutely. Hughes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not his job to handle negotiations. That's why managers are are, uh, are hired. Yep. And players are, essentially have to trust their managers that they're professionals, and this is what they do. Now, his manager is um, very ballsy. Very ballsy. But who knows? It could pay off. Who knows? Maybe, maybe this does force the Melbourne Storm to take pause and go to Munster and knock off 100 or 200K off his contract and give it to Hughes. You know, maybe that's the play that um, his manager's making. And, and it might be a good play. It's just the optics of it all. I just, I don't know. Is there a world
1: where you can see more than one of Hughes, Munster or Grant leaving? I can see Munster leaving. Yeah, I can see Munster leaving. But if Munster leaves, are you confident then they lock up Hughes
0: and Grant? I can also see Grant leaving. Because I just think Munster, Grant and Munster, it's going to sound weird, but they're like Queenslanders. Like they want to live in Queensland. Like I know, well, I don't know, but Grant's like a surfy kind of dude. He loves that lifestyle. (laughs) And so I just think that if you're a guy like Harry Grant, that literally could get signed by any club. Like Harry Grant's the one player where you'd start moving people on to get him at your club. Any any club Like I would even argue Like The Roosters And I know they just signed Cheese
1: I, I would I've said it before I would rather have Grant than Cheese As my hooker
0: As a, as a hooker As a hooker But I'd rather have Cheese As a 13 Than Grant 100%. as a 13 Yes Um yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I'm fully not, not fully sold on that because I do believe Brandon played better last year than Grant did at nine, but I do see your point of like when you look at the longevity of like uh, an, a specialised hooker that can lay a platform but also have great ball running, like I totally see where you're coming from.
1: If you were the Dolphins and you could
0: get Munster for a million,
1: Grant for a million or Hughes for $750. i
0: would go Munster. Munster. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He's a, he's a marquee signing. He's you know, won multiple, what, three or four premierships now. Yeah. Uh, he's led Queensland to glory. Like He can't get any bigger than what Munster has done. His debut for Queensland was incredible. Um, yeah, I would be going Munster for a million. And also, he has that off-field persona that people do love. Yeah. Um, Hughes, for me, 750, 800K. If I'm, if I'm the Doggies, he's 900K. If I'm the Tigers, you know, he's about 900K. Uh, but it's really interesting. I wonder. Oh, it's we just. I, I don't. Maybe we have. I just don't feel like we've ever seen this at the Storm. I really? Oh, don't. I would be worried about Hughes
1: if he didn't go to a a team with a top five or six coach. Yeah. Okay. To be honest with you, okay. not not worried like it's going to be a train wreck, but I just think there would be a bit of a regression if he wasn't with a Robinson and my, and, and that's really nothing against Hughes. That's the vast majority of players. Mm. Well, yeah, we, just, we just don't have the information. Yeah, we just, exactly. You know, yep.
0: we, we don't know. And also, because the game has been you know, cancelled internationally, we haven't been able to see him internationally either. I think that would be a really good indication as yep. to what he can do outside of the Storm system. I think he would go really well.
1: I mean, uh, in saying that, mate, I was watching the All-Stars game the other night thinking, fuck, if this team
0: had Hughes... Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's interesting. It, it, Hughes is such a... He's, he's, only, he's in his own lane. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, I was saying the other day on my
1: podcast... Who has there been before that's like Hughes? Yeah, for sure. Like no one. We, we've seen Lockie go from one to fullback. We've seen a few guys do that. But one to seven and become a premiership winning seven. How hard it is to be a seven in the NRL, let alone be a premiership yep. winning seven. Yeah. And Hughes is, mate, Hughes did it in 18 months.
0: Crazy. Being in like.
1: He was chucked in two weeks before the finals <laughs> in, I think, 2019. Yeah. And they said, you're a candy fullback who four clubs have passed on. Yeah. Be our seven. Yeah.
0: He's incredible. And he's, he's like, last year's form, he's top five in the game, in my opinion. And his stats were kind of close to Nathan Cleary.
1: Well, uh, David Middleton named his top five players of last year, if you were sure, and Hughes was in it. Yeah. Hughes was the only guy that was in it who didn't make the team of the year because Cleary was the seven, yeah. but he still made the top five, which is a very impressive knock.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Hughes is, yeah, he's a gun, man. And, and the... Imagine having to defend against a player like Hughes. How do you defend that? He's strong, he's powerful, he's fast, he can ball play now, his short-kicking game is phenomenal. He, yeah, he's, he's a weapon. He's an absolute weapon. So, yeah, he's in an interesting spot. I wonder, you know, they say the Dolphins are chasing him, but, I, again, I can only see the Dolphins looking at around the 700 to 800 mark, which is probably what he's already on at the Storm, I'd assume. Um, but fair play to him. If he can get that six-year deal, fucking oath. Good on him. And in saying that, I would
1: say the Dolphins are chasing a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say it sure. be a short list. It's hard to build a
0: squad. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, interesting times. I mean, it's <laughs> if he gets the deal, his manager should get a beer cut because he's done his work. 100%. Wow, he's gone out on a Oh, he's nailing his role. Yeah, his role <clears> to... <throat> Yeah, very interesting. He's too.
1: arguably doing his
0: job better than what Hughes might be
1: doing at Melbourne. which is crazy to think
0: about. <laughs> it's almost, it's also, also we like. I just almost, spoke about him for fifteen minutes. Yeah, he exactly. said about six words. And it's almost like a dog whistle to other clubs of, you're interested, come have a look, come yeah. speak to me. He doesn't come available to the end of this year, I think. No, but as in they can, he can sign November first this year, correct? Because um, he he already, what's crazy. Is he has already six months or three months ago said I don't want that option in the end.
3: Oh, fuck the balls! Like that option is
0: twenty twenty four. Yes, and they and they execute they executed their right not to take it already. Right. to be honest. The, the manager's probably filthy that there's been so
1: much other stuff going on in Melbourne over the last few months. Yeah. It probably hasn't got as much airtime as what it should have yeah. because everyone else has been leaving. Like their so.
0: premiership winning half two years before his option said, I'm not taking it. Even though he signed it like what it would have been like six months before that. Yep. <laughs> it's fucking wild. But then
1: Bromwich leaves, Cafusi leaves, Finucane leaves, Hines leaves. And it's just... it.
0: The, the narrative
1: is... It, it's just a sideshow at the moment. But it'll get real soon.
0: Yeah, It'll get real. Interesting. I mean, the storm, they just... That they will get through this, absolutely. But I tell you what, one of the toughest challenges they face. They just got so much going on that we've never experienced before. Um, but Bellamy's the GOAT, you know. If not the GOAT, he's one of the. Oh, Bellamy is the greatest player developer of all time. Yeah, I don't think
1: there's any argument there.
0: And so if anyone can get through this, this period of having to develop players, it's the greatest player developer of all time. And also the system around them. You, you think about how
1: hard it is to find a good halfback in rugby league. He made one. He's turned, but who was the halfback before him? Yeah. Yeah. Cooper Cronk arrived as a winger.
0: Crazy. Absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. They'll, they'll definitely get through it. And I think it'll just be, you know just be another example of this incredible organisation. Like, they
1: also... I mean, you look at the guy before that was Matt Orford. They developed him to a point where he could go to Manly yeah. and win a Dally M and win a premiership there only
0: two years after leaving. Yeah, that's like. so true, so true. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what the Storm do because, like, if you want an example of what to do when you become so great that the new... And then the new generation of athletes come through with a new type of manager, uh, I can't wait to see how they get there because I... One thing I'm sure of, well, not sure of, but as sure as I can be, is they will pull through this. Like I don't know how I don't know how they'll do it. Any other club, this would bring them to their knees. I reckon all this shit that has happened, all the players they're losing, Storm will pull through it. Um, now Mal Meninger has said the Australian captaincy is between Cleary, Teddy, Murray, and DCE. Really interesting that he mentioned DCE because you would assume Cleary has and you would assume Cleary has his spot for the next year. What, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Uh, for me, Tedesco is the standout. Mm. I, and, yeah, I agree with you. I don't have DCE um, in my
0: Aussie team. I
1: mate, I remember watching after that, that because the last game Australia played was the loss to Tonga. Mm. And I remember I put on mainstream after that, like, is this potentially the last game DCE will play? Because I thought Cleary was about to really kick on. took Cleary another 18 months or so. And um, as, as luck would have it with COVID, DCE hasn't got to play another game for the Kangaroos. But that's only because of COVID. I just... I can't see a world where I get DCE. Like, you couldn't even play... Do you think six... he's
0: saying that more out of respect? Oh, I think
1: so. Because it is still his job. He hasn't officially lost it. Yeah. It's not like DCE has gone to shit over the last two years. No, not really. I mean, he won an Origin Series mm. a year ago, 18 months ago, whatever it was, that he couldn't win, essentially. You know, and,
0: like, Tommy was great, but they needed DCE to lead them to yep. that crazy run they went on.
1: And, you know, I would pick Cleary as my seven, but if you pick DCE, I not a heap changes. So mm. I still think the team would
0: be fine. Uh, so I, I'd, I I'd probably disagree. Like I think you need Cleary at seven. He's so undeniable for me. Oh, yeah, no, no. He's
1: undeniable, but I think that if you put DC, like the kangaroo side's going to be pretty damn handy yeah. as it is. I still think that they'd be okay with DC. Yeah, I'm picking okay. Cleary every day of the week. Don't mm. get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's out of respect that he's got DCE there. I think Murray and Cleary, they would be my red-hot favourites to be the captains after Tedesco. Yeah. I, just, I was just watching what Teddy did last year, what he's done in the Origin Arena. He just, at worst, you're going to get an 8 out of 10 out of Teddy.
0: Yeah, I, just, I would basically be putting Teddy as captain and openly saying the plan is for you to hand this off in two to three years. Yeah. Like, or, you know, who knows? Teddy could play for another six years and kill it. But just putting that in his head and saying, like, you're the captain, I want you to mould these young fellas so that when you do pass the torch... Murray and Cleary Are ready to go Because like Murray and Cleary Will be mainstays I think In that Well they already are Yeah, so they, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah I think James Tedesco Deserves the job I think he's done Incredibly well At the Chooks He's been great For New South Wales um, I was a little bit surprised When he got named As New South Wales captain I thought they'd go Jake Turoibich originally yeah, okay. When it first happened uh, But mate, For me Teddy hasn't put a foot wrong He's been fantastic In every game he's played He was M Captain of the year Last year mm running around with, you know, half a rooster side, they finished fifth. Yeah, it's he just kept adding more and more to his game, taking <laughs> yeah. on more and more responsibility. Turned into a 5'8", really. I mean, he really did turn into a 5'8". Yeah. And he was, you know, he I, I would have never said before, oh, you could shift Teddy to 5'8". Yeah, Most nah, fullbacks, I think you can. Teddy, I never did until last nah, year.
0: I totally agree. Like, I was like, Teddy's a, one of the best ball-running ones we've ever seen. Like, yeah. I wouldn't look at him as a ball-playing fullback. Yeah. Even though he can catch and pass, but... You know, it's but not. If you would
1: have said to me 18 months ago, geez, I rate Teddy's catch and pass in his short kicking game, yeah, I would true. have said, you haven't watched him play. Yeah. He doesn't do that.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Whereas now, he's, I yeah, I, I, I personally think
0: if you're not having Teddy, I, I don't think you've been watching the game yeah. the last two years. Uh, now, Andrew Johns has said he will never be coach in the NRL. Uh, so, Matty Johns has come out and he's pushed it quite hard that Joey should become a head coach because he believes that, you know, how happy he looks when he's on the the footy field and his coaching so I mean we don't know whether it's a G up or it's uh, legit what I will say though is let's say Joey did want to coach and he clearly doesn't want to coach but if he did you at least got to give it a crack like because he is could you tell me a bit of footy brain no
1: no but I I I personally think Maddie's just taken the piss piss, I think Maddie said it walked away giggled to himself got on his phone and said fuck I just got you with a ripper you're going to be in for it here yeah Mate, I, I I see Joey around the eastern suburbs. <laughs> he's going for a surf. He's he's with his young bloke. Living when he day. drives up to Newcastle twice a week yeah. to help out with halves, why on earth would he possibly want to go into coaching? Yeah, I just it'd be great if he did, but I just the stress that comes with it. Oh. I just don't think it's up. And mate, yeah. I don't know if the players would be able to handle Joey. To be honest with you, do you imagine yeah. some of the stuff he would say and do?
0: And he would need to go to an already elite side because, like, he's so elite that it would be hard to get guys that aren't as good as him to go on that level. Uh,
1: Yeah, and especially when you're first coach, that doesn't always translate being a great brain to... I mean, we look at when Freddie took over the Roosters. He really struggled there. He's now come out the other side for the Blues and done well, but... I would uh, – I, I, personally, I think coaching an NRL side is a million times harder than coaching a state side.
0: Oh, for sure. The yeah. week-in, week-out Week-in, week-out. Yeah, as it's I said, just... if he was keen on it, I, th- I would be like 100% give it a crack. If there's anyone qualified to give coaching a crack, I don't mean step into a head coaching NRL role. I mean, you know, start younger grades, build up, see how you go. Um, but if he even has an inkling of not wanting to do it, Bro, just enjoy your life. You yes, don't need that shit. Right.
1: He, he could, I said to you before, he could be a career assistant. Yeah. He would be the favourite bloke in every single room. I would be hesitant as a head coach to bring Joey in Because of his influence. Because he's right. the guy now.
0: Absolutely. That's what we spoke about in the Hello Sport uh, podcast last week with the Dirty Merger podcast was like, how do you, when Joey goes, this is what we need to do, how do you go – no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't reckon we should How go. How many do sugars that. in your coffee? I'll yeah. grab it for you. You kind of just got to go. You know what? That's what we do now.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's. I, I could never bring him in as an assistant. No tough way. And the crazy thing is, is,
0: like even though Joey is one of the goats, I'm sure there are things that he says that are incorrect. Like yeah. like any human being. But you couldn't say no because you'd be like. Well, but
1: the, the the thing with Joey is, no matter who your head coach is, he's got the best football brain. And yeah. then the boys will go out for a beer after, and he'll win them over there yeah, as well. Yeah, and so just, true. just,
0: you can't. You're never going to win that you're battle. Never gonna win you're, you're never going to win it. you almost got to put yourself as a bad cop, and just, that's, yeah. you're the bad cop. You're the yeah. bad cop. Um, but if it was a G-up, it's one of the great G-ups of all time by Matty well, Johns. One of the best. He's just created this narrative out of nowhere. Um, he seemed authentic when he was saying it to me on the show last week, Morning Glory with Matty Johns. Uh, make sure to subscribe to that on uh, Spotify and Apple So we do the show live On SEN From 9 till 12 And then you can listen to it Pretty much straight away After the show finishes On Apple and Spotify And all good podcasting apps Don't think I'm on this week But I'll be on The next week Rotating each second week um, But yeah Great get Great get If uh, he has Stitched up The whole media side Of the NRL And Joey's like Calling Maddie, going Are you fucking serious bro What are you doing And maybe like, play Innocent He'd be like What are you talking about I just think you'd be A good coach bro and he's, Joey's getting peppered by phone calls of like, oh, you're going to be head coach, are you? Um, oh, Mate, it's a perfect narrative for Maddie. Oh, I think great. it's a – yeah. It's a great get. Uh, I, I
1: don't know Joey from a bar of soap, but as soon as I saw it, I was so confident that Andrew would be sitting there going, not a fucking hope <laughs> in hell. <laughs> why in would I dream. do that to myself?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Doesn't need to – you know, he'll always have a place in media because he's a goat. Yeah. Like, you don't – yeah, why would you? Um, now, Dylan Brown extends. He takes a player option that he had in his contract till 2023. Uh, I think there was a cool guy clause in there. So yeah, surely there had to be. You win. had to reach a level of coolness for that option to activate. And I think he reached that before he was even born because that's how cool he is. Like That's how cool, cool that guy. Cool cat Dylan Brown. Man, he's the coolest guy going around. Uh, what's funny is the Parry ills social media has picked up on it. Like they wrote, in, I think Love they that. wrote in there like uh, Mr. Cool Guy or something like that. He's a cool guy, though. He's a he's a hard he's hard not to like because he's so cool. Uh, I, I thought that it start with, I haven't even watched
1: him play footy. i have just kept an eye on his Instagram. Absolutely, and just, he is.
0: I didn't even know he played NRL. I would just follow him on Insta. He's the fucking coolest guy ever. Um, what was interesting is the stat that so of oh, 15 games and over. So the random yeah, NRL random stat, stats guy, random stats guy on Instagram. Great follow, Worth great a follow. follow. Yep. Talk about pub ammo that you can just peppy your mates with and just be like see this big dick of facts I got got them from fucking random facts guy. <laughs> random facts guy has extended the length of men's dicks all around the country what a fucking service to the nation random facts guy. Like everyone's dicks get bigger like when you're at a table and like you're just talking about footy and you can hit them with do you know Dylan Brown has the only player to have over 90% tackle efficiency out of any outside back rated over 15 games you hit someone with that your dick grows I had him
1: on my podcast last year and some of the stuff he comes out
0: with. So cool. I
1: I said I go, fuck, that must have been a deep rabbit hole. And he just sort of went, you don't want to know. Oh, fuck, You do not want to know. We'll have to
0: get the the dick extender on here um, (laughs) and hear about how he comes up with a stat. So we might try to organise that in the new season. But, yeah, it was really interesting. So Dylan Brown, random stats guy measured all outside backs that played 15 games or more, which I think is a fair number. Like anything – Less than fifteen games isn't really a whole season, in my opinion. I think like ten, like I think fifteen games is a good good amount. Um, Dylan Brown is the only outside back to have more than ninety percent tackle efficiency. That is such a good stat of a high quality defender. I can't even begin to express it. And he's only like twenty years old, twenty one.
1: Are you surprised in the slightest? Though not
0: at all. Personally, no way. I'm not.
1: We've been saying this for weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is like even with that stat, some people were commenting like. Yeah, but it's, you know he's a shit attacker. This that, and I'm like, bro, there's two games. There's two sides to the game: attack and defense. If we, if you have a gun attacker that's a terrible defender, you pepper him for being a terrible defender. Whereas like Dylan Brown isn't a bad attacker; he just doesn't have 10 million tries. Uh, so I think this is a great re-signing. I think it's great for both parties because if Dylan Brown doesn't kick on and he turns into just a defensive uh, six and they need something more attacking, it's only two years. If he does kick on he gets the big contract that he wants you know the other thing is about
1: that um tackle efficiency is that also whenever someone else screws up in the defensive line and dylan brown is the last guy at the end he normally misses a tackle at the end because mm. it's one on one and he's the last line whenever he makes it we turn it into big highlights and everything but you watch every time Parramatta score down his edge he is always the last guy or he's the one yeah. keeping them f- from going under the sticks essentially yep, like sure. it's such an impressive start if it, If that doesn't impress you, I can't help you. I cannot.
0: You don't like the cool guy. You don't like cool guys. You don't like the cool guy. You've got issues with cool people if you don't like that stat. Uh, So the average worked out to be, for his season, 26 tackles a game and only one miss. As a half. Do you know how hard that is? He has out, like, when you talk about the hardest ball runners, it's wide running forwards because they've got footwork and they're fucking huge. One miss a game? It's incredible. So I think this is perfect for both parties. If Dylan Brown doesn't turn out to be the player he is, then the, the Eels can, you know, they don't, they're not locked into a five-year deal. Uh, at the same time, if Dylan Brown does turn into a player he, we think he's going to be, from a player's perspective, he'll get massive offers from other clubs. And to be to be totally honest, I think he would have already got massive offers from other clubs. I think there are plenty of other clubs that look at a guy like Dylan Brown and would throw five, 600k at him.
1: Now you could see the ability that he has when he first came onto the scene. He's maturing I just you, you don't you don't lose the skill set that he had. Yeah,
0: no, it's all just about getting him confident enough to use yeah. it.
1: And I would also argue the way that Parramatta play with how dominant Moses and Gutho is, it's a bit of an awkward spot to be. Dealing oh, for around. sure,
0: for sure. And like when you look at how many assists Moses and Gutho have, like there's only a certain amount of try assists per game, and if if two people are having most of them, you're actually going to ruin the momentum of a side by trying to get those assists. Um, now don't get me wrong, watching his game there are absolutely times when he can run the ball more or whatever But you're right, he is in a team with such a dominant 7-1 and one, Very hard to pull trices from those two guys
1: we did, our, uh, we did our top 10 moments a few months ago And there was one from a Parramatta game and I was watching it And Dill, you know, <laughs> Gutho finished the game with two trices. Uh Gutho threw the pass on a 3-on-2 but it was Dylan Brown that manipulated the entire line and threw it out to Guthrie. Now, on stats, you don't get a try assist from that, but if you watch and just eyeball test it, you can see how effective Dylan yeah. Brown is. He's very much... Don't get upset out there. He's very much in the category of Adam Reynolds of how he just doesn't get stats yeah. for what he does well, and that's why Parramatta have re-signed him, and that's why he starts every
0: single week.
1: Brad Arthur is aware of it. I yeah. just...
0: Yeah. And it's why his position is not under pressure.
1: Yeah, and do you remember how good Dylan Brown was when he was going good and he was cool off the field? Mm. Now that his stats slow up a little bit, same fucking narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Dyes his hair blonde, puts hats out there, does Instagram. Yeah. And look how quickly people turn on him. It's crazy. Don't worry about that he's the best defensive half in the competition. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's another thing. If like if you were to say there are best there are the best attacking six in the comp, you would be like that's gone. Like, whoa, put him on a million dollars, rah, rah. But if you say you're the best defensive, not just half, outside back in the NRL, that same excitement isn't there. And yet, you know, we all say it's a cliche what wins premierships? Defense. What do you got, Matt? Nothing? Um, now, Hilam Luki resigns until the end of 2025. I think this is a great resigning by the Cowboys and a much needed win. Yeah, much
1: needed win. And good on him. I, I was nervous that he would leave. Uh, but what well under the Cowboys to keep him there. We're both very high on this kid. Uh, I think he's got huge potential. There's a couple of other back rowers that are very solid up there. But even if there are other guys that might be better than him, potentially, as people keep telling me, I know this kid's going to be a gun. So yeah, for a great sure. And
0: I, just, I think also like he's big enough to play front row if he has to. Yeah. Bring him on for 20 minutes, get through a bunch of work, take him off like... So, yeah, I, I think he's going to be a high, high-quality player in the NRL. His body shape as well. There's not
1: many guys around like him. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's a
0: big win, for sure. Josh Curran re-signs until the end of 2024. 20, I think this is just huge congratulations to Curran for going to the Warriors and just being rewarded for having a red-hot crack week in, week out.
1: Yeah, mate, I, I've said a few times to you, I watched him in reserve grade a couple of years ago and didn't think he'd make it. Mate, if he's not in my top five favourite forwards, I'm not here now. Yeah. I love watching Josh Every Curran game, play. you notice him.
0: Yep, you every I mean? single game. Every game. And it might not be for the crazy players. It's just for those battle of plays, all the little intricacies that you need as a NRL forward. So, yeah, huge congratulations to Curran and great re-signing for Warriors. I will say, and we'll get to it, the Warriors forward pack really impressed me. Now, I understand that Storm probably had a lesser experienced side, but when the Warriors forward pack got on a roll, they were almost impossible to stop. And it was reminding me of Warriors of Yesteryear, where it was like, if those big boys are up, you're fucked.
1: And I would argue your, their best forward still has to go in, Tohu
0: Harris. Yeah, true, so true. So true. So, yeah, Warriors... Um, They're doing all right. They're doing all right. Again, they're so hard to judge because the years where you think they should go good, they don't. And the years that you don't, they go good. I will say this as well.
1: Josh Curran, he's another um, Aussie guy who has never been to New Zealand before. For him to show the confidence to re-sign until the end of 2024, Mm. I think that's a really good sign for them. Yeah, for sure. I think there'd be other guys that, and you know, this was just my hunch that if there was the potential of them getting worried about going back to New Zealand, if one of their leaders and one of their best players is going, I'm all in here.
0: Yeah. I sure. think it's
1: a great sign for them. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well done to Curran. Well done to the Warriors as well. Good get.
0: Now, first uh, trial was Raiders versus Roosters. I would probably say the Roosters had not even a real New South Wales Cup side. It was very inexperienced. Um, now, the big talking points out of this. Again, that's not that's not to take away from the, the Raiders or anything like that. I just I, Did you get the same feeling? The Roosters were quite inexperienced. Oh, for sure. And I mean... You
1: have a look at their spine. Um, You know, Drew Hutchinson was there. You had Lockie Lamb playing fullback, who personally, I don't think he's a one. I think he handled himself all right, but I don't think he's a one. You had Adam Kieran in the centres, who's a good player. Um, Kevin Naguama
0: played on the wing, but... You know what, I could be wrong this, but I think it's Kevin that told me this, that it's Kevin Nangama. Really? I'm pretty sure, if I recall correctly, uh, because I think he's Fijian, isn't he? Yep. I think you say it with an please, yeah, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember when I had Kevin on my podcast years ago, he was like, No, it's actually Kevin Nangama. But again, if you're from Fiji, please let me know because we don't we always want to try to get better at saying these names. Um, yeah, look, you know, in saying that that Kevin Nangama played an RL, uh, Adam Kieran played an RL, Lachlan Lambs played NRL, Drew Hutchinson. Um, yeah, look, pretty even actually, when I look at it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty even when it comes to experience. I mean, that that bench, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that was the other bench, thing. Yeah. The, the
1: Raiders bench, when they, when they got to inject some guys like CHN and Hawes, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, they also, you know, Adam Elliott's played a heap of first, great Emre Gula, Charnes. So just a little bit. I wouldn't yeah. say a
0: lot, but a little bit more yeah. experience in the Raiders It doesn't side.
1: surprise me the Raiders won this game. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Now, um, the huge talking point out of the game was Savage versus the great... Um, you ended up playing six, Charles-Nickel-Cluckstad. Uh, I'll get your thoughts before I give my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I, um, I didn't get to watch this one live. So once again, same as last week, I saw the response on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and, and I, I messaged you and said, fuck, Savage must be having a game The here. next Jesus is coming. That's yeah, what I was like, like good God. Seeing, seeing K's in some trouble here. I heard he scored a great try. I had a look at highlights and once again, might be unpopular, but kicked it into legs. It rebounded and sat up for him again. I, you know, good try, but yeah. You, you said it to me the other day. I don't think we saw Savage do anything that CNK can't do, mm. and I would argue argue that CNK did some bloody good things playing so far out of position. Mm. It's not even funny, Matt. Um, you might be able to do all this, but I think there was a quote from Savage saying, "I've got big shoes to fill" or something. Have you seen that one? No. I Apparently, he said after the, and the way he sort of worded it, people are sort of going. Hold on. What do you mean? Like the way the way that he sort of said it almost sounded like he thought he was ready to play fullback.
3: Yeah, okay. Um, Which is what you probably want as a youngster. You want that young brashness. What do you? The quote is: "It's been a good. It's been good learning from Chance. Big shoes to fill, and been. It's a bit competitive out there, but he's been like a brother to me.
0: I. I just think. I think that's a throwaway line. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he meant that intentionally. Because if you watch Ricky's. Did you watch that interview, Ricky? Stewart? I didn't. I didn't. I only saw that. Quite. Yeah. yeah. So Ricky was kind of like, look, he's super talented. He's super talented. Um, so my thoughts on the situation is, is that I think it kind of proved what we said correct before the game was Savage is a super, super talent, a yep. super talent. Uh, but there is no need to rush him into that fullback position. He had some incredible ball running. Incre- like his, his ball running is is amazing. And that's where I, I if you wanted to make the argument that. You know, maybe it's a little bit better than CNK's. Like, I'll go there. I'll go there for sure. Um, but he also had three or four errors. And as a fullback in the NRL, you can't really afford to have that. That's why I believe that you have to have him on the wing because you can still get that great ball running. You can still get him in there some sets and say, Chance, you go at six or Chance, go on the other side and, and Savage will get you out of the back like Tommy does when he was playing centre for New South Wales. So although I was extremely impressed with Savage's uh, performance, and he showed us that he is a, a star of the future. It also showed us that, rough around the edges, give him some time. I definitely think he should start. If he doesn't start, I will be shocked, as in start on the wing. Um, but I do believe that although he played a really good game in a trial match against pretty much New South Wales Cup, we've seen CNK do this against a Roosters grand final side. Play this well against the Rus' grand final side. So I, I don't believe CNK will lose that fullback spot. I think Savage will be on the wing. I think he's a, a super talent. And I think it's great for the side that we have these two guns that could potentially play fullback. Just doing a little team
1: builder here. From what I've gathered, left centre will be Jared Croker. From what I've gathered, right centre will be Matt Tomoko. I think that's why he didn't feature in this game. You've then got Rapana
0: and you've got Kotrick. See, I think Tomoko. Um, Tomoko won't, won't be in the starting side. But you've still got to what fit. from From what I've gathered, he didn't play on the weekend because he he's in, in the in.
1: moment. Yeah, that's what I've been told. Yeah,
0: I mean, wow. Whether that's right or not remains to be seen. Yeah.
1: The other problem with the Raiders is that you got these two hookers, so it's a big day to run with Xavier Cavage, Savage
0: on the bench and a Tom Starling. Yeah. Probably, that, that, that's a lot. Um, I mean, your only other option is you CNK kind of does suit a 14 on the bench, so that could hurt him. Yeah. Because then put him at 14 and then you put – uh, like as in Starling and him on the bench. Yeah. Um, You're giving away too much. Yeah, impact. no, no, I totally agree. Look, I, I think if you have to give somewhere, you give where the other rookie is, and Tomoko is that other rookie still. I, don't, I, th- I think is a great player, but I do believe Savage has played well enough to squeeze into that side. Now, Tomoko might come out and kill it in this trial, and then mm. we might be having another discussion. But I do believe you've got to find a way to get him in that 17.
1: I just can't see a world where CNK isn't the fullback.
0: That he is the fullback?
1: Uh, th- that he isn't the fullback. Yeah. I think oh, he just man. has to be there. I don't – I just think they're trying to outthink the room here a for little sure. bit. For sure. You just – you know what works. You know what doesn't work when he's not there. It's a shit fight when he's not there. Just stick with what works for you. Are
0: you going to – let's say you believe Savage is, is, you know, Jesus coming. He's the anointed one. Is he so much better than CNK that you would risk putting a rookie in too early? No way, like I, I, I truly believe that yes, long term, I can see Savage winning that spot from him. It's not, I'm not sitting here saying that Savage couldn't win a spot from CNK next year, later in the year or whatever. But I do believe we've seen CNK play the Melbourne Storm, uh, the Raiders, all the top tier teams, uh, not the Raiders, the roosters, and played really well.
1: We've seen him play really well in a grand final. Yeah. We've seen Savage look good in highlights. We've seen him look good in a trial with a couple of errors mixed in there,
0: mm. uh, which I, is I don't think a, what you expect it, from a rookie. It's
1: what you expect, but yeah. I don't think there's been a game I've seen CNK have more than three errors in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also CNK did really well when he played Australia for, in center for New Zealand. Um, yeah, so I I just believe that you know don't get me wrong I love hype as much as the next guy. Like I I mean I did I did Xavier Savage's uh, highlights three years ago three I think years. now. And I so I've been hyped on this boy for a long time. Like he is something special, but there's just time. We have time. You got we, so much time got on your so side. It's not time. funny. Yeah, you're not gonna. It's it's put it this way. You could argue, well, Denon, that's the same argument for East Walsh. Like the Broncos didn't want to rush him, so why would you put him in? The difference is, is the Broncos didn't have a fullback, like. They didn't have a fullback. They had Jermaine Asako, who was trying to be a fullback but had been trying for quite a while and he hadn't cemented that spot. The difference here is CNK, when he's playing well, is a top five fullback. Um, so, look, yeah, I, I believe that if I haven't seen. I have to watch the trial this week, and I hope that oh, it will be streamed on Fox Sports. Yeah, they're all Fucking streamed. Fucking fair play yep. to Fox Sports. I've yeah, got to give them a rap. That is so good that they've done this because I actually put a post up t- the other day, taking the piss out of Benji because of his sonnies, but also saying, like, imagine if we could have seen Benji Marshall's first. Imagine how many years later we would still be talking about it. Oi, bro, I got to see Benji Marshall's first trial in the NRL. And, you know, Ezra Mann, I'm not saying he is Benji Marshall, but Ezra Mann, we could be witnessing that with him you know or the winger for Manly uh, Vega we we just don't know we just don't know so fair I just got to give a wrap to Fox League I
1: remember when I was a teenager I used to do a a paper run on a Sunday morning Mm. and I still remember getting there at 5am and opening and that would be the first time you'd see the trial results Before, I still remember always being late to that run because I'd read through every single one and just see what happened because 10 years ago how on earth would you know what happened in Lismore on a Saturday night between 2 like you'd just have no idea and it'd be you know a 200-word paragraph, and that is all, all you'd get out of it. You wouldn't see any footage. You wouldn't see anything.
0: Anything. So what we've
1: got now is love unbelievable.
0: It. And, and it's leaning towards, like, the NFL where they play yeah. their preseason games. I, I absolutely love it. I think it's good for the players too, the rookies. It gives them a chance to show their wares to other clubs. So it creates a market of, like, you know, for example, I thought – where is it? Um, Oh, when did he come on? Oh, you are
1: looking. I will tell you one community that's stoked with what's happening is the Supercoach community. To be able to sit back and actually watch who's yeah. coming and going is, for, for people that care about that stuff, you never used to be able to do it.
0: Um, it was funny, like I, some of the Supercoach people was in discussion yeah. like just talking to them and I was like... I don't think the Supercoach fans would like me being a part of the Supercoach. <laughs> <laughs> and they are like, what do you mean? I said, look, I make a lot of jokes. I mean, I haven't made jokes in ages, and they're clearly jokes. Like, I'm not actually having a crack. They're memes. Um, but I just thought it was funny. I was like, I can't wait to tell Guru. Um, I can't find him. Like, Fuck. Anyway, the, the, the seven that came on for Manly. Not KO Weeks? Yes. Yeah. He wow. was impressive. Yeah. And so, like, a guy like that... Who's going to be on DCE for at least two to three years? He gets to show his wares, and and you tell me there's a lot of clubs that could use a fucking quality six or seven like him. Anyway, we'll get back to the Raiders uh, game. Apologies, people. Can I before we
1: move? Just another shout out, Jared Croker. I thought he played really well.
0: Yeah, first came back Best for game back. First game sure. of football
1: I've seen him play in two years. Yeah, I, I was ha-
0: so happy for him, man. Yeah. Even like the you know the article about the stem cell stuff. Like, yeah, I was so happy for him, and he just he proved that like. You can get so caught up in if they don't have one good year and they're a bit older, retire, retire, retire. Um, and he just – that experience that he brought to that side, he just – yeah, you can't buy experience. I there mean, you a, can, but, you know. Yeah,
1: there was a moment that he, he scored a try and I remember watching it and I saw it unfold and, and I, I, it was like time froze and I thought to myself – Old Jared Croker would have scored this. Yeah. And he just backed himself, which I, ha- I haven't seen him do in a long time. Absolutely. So it was really good to say As you know, we spoke about him in a reasonably, I guess, negative fashion, but we, we did say the whole
0: time we want to see him be successful. No, I think we spoke in a real fashion. Yeah. In yeah. a real fashion. No, that's true. His yeah. form last year wasn't, wasn't great. great. Yeah. He's probably taken up a fair bit of the cap, and they got a lot of young backs. So the reality is, if he doesn't start playing well, it's going to be very tough for him to stay. And the champion that he is, he would have heard, like, people don't, uh, some people may not realise, like, the players hear it. Yeah. They hear it eventually. Like, you might say, stay off social media. Okay, I'll stay off social media, but guess what? My best mate that isn't a footy player is, oh, fuck, see what these person, see what this person is. You know what's funny? <laughs> whenever I, this is going to sound really weird, but growing up, whenever I'd break up with a chick or they'd break up with me, I would tell all my mates, don't speak about me, don't speak about them yeah. to me, I don't want to hear what they're doing. I don't want to know what they're doing. I don't want to know a single thing. i would tell every single mate that because like obviously it would fuck with you and then I'd block the number as well so I like I'd block and delete everything so that I had no way of like contacting them again. And so those the, two girls must have been disappointed, mate. Uh, 2000 it would be filthy 2000 <laughs> <laughs> they're filthy. They're still blowing up about it. I'm sure I've got a million messages that because they're blocked. The yeah. if I unblock them, a thousand will come. In. Please Beak We miss you. Come back. You're a piece of shit. Fucking out your guts. <laughs> um, anyway, so if I'm trying to say anything, it's this: <laughs> Jared Croker should have told everyone to fucking shut up. <laughs> Stop telling about the shit people are saying online. always yeah, no, I t- I have met Croker a few times. Truly, I know I joke about being a country good bloke. He is truly a country yeah, good he, bloke. He is Canberra. He is Canberra to the T. Absolute legend of a bloke. So very happy to join him. You know who else like Canberra have a lot of good problems because Semi Valamai, Valamai. Apologies if I'm, apologies am saying that incorrectly. He was big and fucking strong and good. That flick pass that he did and some of his runs. So like Well, like he's played
1: some first grade. He, he had a couple of errors in his first yeah. few games that I think rattled him a yeah, lot. For sure. So good to see him bounce back. Um Mate, the 5'8", Schneider,
0: loved him. He was great, and he looked he looked like an NRL player. Like, yeah. You know what you reminded of, and I know people aren't going to like this, Matt Burton. How could you say that? How could you say that? Comparing two players? Yeah, I know. No, let's do it. They both have headgears and they're kind of tall and lanky to a degree. But, Dude, you remember a few weeks ago we were talking about young guns,
1: and I said oh, I've heard good things about Schneider. Yeah, yeah. Seen. And I got avalanched by Did Raiders you? fans, and I see why.
0: Absolutely, he, he can play. He, he is absolutely. If I'm, if I'm. Um, if I'm an NRL club, I'm absolutely sending some feelers out that way because, you know, Whiten, if he does play the way he's going to play, you know, we hope he's going to play, which is a M player, uh, you would think Schneider's not going to get a crack for a substantial amount of time unless he can play seven. But Fogarty is there. Uh, I mean,
1: considering in that game too, he did it without a seven. Yeah. Did it with Charms, Charms jumping in there. Like, yeah. it was very... Very impressive knock. I thought. Um, Did he
0: remind you of Burton at all? The way he yeah, he's. Yeah, a little bit. Him? Yeah, that's
1: fair. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, um, the yuck.
1: internet's just hammered me. So
0: no, he's exactly like Burton. Yeah. He's going. He's, he's, he's he might be better. He might be better. Yeah. You know what? He reminds me of a prime lockier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the other one that impressed me in the front row was
0: Emre Gula. Yes, he was of good. Work early. Like fuck. You know what's crazy. It's like they have this really poor year. And so it's very easy. To, well, we, and rightly so. We're like, fuck, man, the Raiders. But then you watch them in a trial and you look at these guys and you're going, this is a top four squad. This is absolutely a top four squad. Why aren't
1: you successful?
0: Yeah. What, like if Adam Elliott, you know, like. If you're not successful, why aren't you just average? Yeah. Why were you below average last year? It Ryan just makes Sutton no was sense. impressive. I did not think he was a 13. No way. I was like, front row 100%. I thought Sutton was really, really good. And he – because, like, I know we spoke privately. I was like, Adam Elliott's got to be 13. I'm, I'm a bit bullish on Sutton getting that starting 13 role.
1: I think the 13 role has been decided, unfortunately. What, who do you- I think it's Whitehead from what I've gathered. Really? From what I've been told. Yeah. I think Whitehead well, – or from what I've been told, Whitehead's going to start in the 13. Elliott's okay. going to be on the left. And Hudson Young on the right. Wow. Sutton was really good. Yeah, he was great, but I think this is why they rested Whitehead. Okay. That's what I've been told, whether it's true or not. See, I think you've always got to start Whitehead, but I would put him on the edge. I just – the fact that they played Adam Elliott on the left edge and then they moved him into hooker, that worried me. I, I'm shocked Adam Elliott didn't get any time at, at 13. 13. Yep, That has really blown me away, and it sort of echoes what I've been told, which is a worry, but – I just, I just wouldn't move Whitehead. I think, he, I think he's the most consistent left back thrower in rugby league. I
0: know it's bizarre. It's the
1: one thing that worked
0: for you last year. It was pretty much their best player.
1: Yeah, it's the, it's the only position that I would say, yep, yeah, nailed that. Yeah, tick. Don't have to mess around with that. Don't
0: mess around with it. Absolutely. Um, I thought, Trevor, uh, Trevorland, Trevorland. Yeah, the Trev-Land? hooker. Yeah, he's handy. No, no, the um, yeah, the sorry, the hooker was handy, and also. Where Mooney? is he? Trey Mooney. Trey I didn't Mooney. mind. I thought he had some all right runs. Until yeah, he, got
1: he came out of SG Ball a couple of years ago. He, um, yeah, I like look at Trey Mooney.
0: Um, yeah, as as we said, like the Raiders side when you look at it, you, I mean, like to think that this could be their reserve, this backline they've got currently could be their reserve grade backline. I thought Albert Hoppawati had some good runs. Yep. Uh, James James um, Schiller, he was gone with the headgear on the edge mm. there. He was gone. Um, yeah, so look, I think great science for the Raiders. Uh, Roosters, Roosters' trial form is always a bit, because I think Robinson has a very different mindset for trials. I remember, I think it was either last year or the year before, their reserve grade side got pumped by like fucking 60 or some shit, and people go on. And, and I, I remember the start of the season, I said, that my biggest concern is their depth. Like, if they're getting pumped by 60, Can their depth come in and get the job done? Now, obviously, their depth could get the job done. We saw that. Um, So I I wouldn't take Roosters fans. I wouldn't concern yourself at all with this. Yeah,
1: not at all. I I thought a couple of guys played. I I thought White, he was very impressive. Saluka Fafita was good. The other one that I really liked, he scored the last try. They have huge wraps on this Josh Wong. And I know that he's been pulled into the New South Wales pathway system. They're very high on him, one to keep an eye on. He's actually... I'm pretty confident he's actually in the SG ball side. Yeah, so okay. they've pulled him up wow. for first grade trial. So keep an eye on him. He's won there very high, and I think he's up. at Scott's at the moment. So one to just watch. Our boy, Volkman. Yeah, he looked good, Volkman. Fuck Did a couple of good. good
0: things. He's uh, – tell you what, man. I just – again, if I'm a club, I'm picking at that straight away. Like, yeah. Volkman was impressive. Really impressive. As soon as he came on, the whole game changed. They had energy through the middle there. They had energy on the edges. I'm, I'm really high on Volkman. I think that he suits this version of the NRL to a T. To a T. It's going to be interesting to see how they keep him.
1: He's got to leave. I can't see a world where he stays. He can't. He can't only, hang around until he's 24 to
0: play The only football. world that I can see him saying is if Sam Walker doesn't kick on to be who we think he can and his body struggles with the NRL for the next year or two. Not that that's going to – I don't think it's going to happen, but that's yeah. the only world I see I mean, him if that
1: was to happen, I mean, or if – even more touch would if concussions hit Luke Keery more, yeah. I think that's his only possible way that he could get into this side. But it's, it's a long it, – it, it's big for him to put the first three or four years of his career in that basket and hope.
0: Do you think the Roosters have such a good culture and, I guess, trust that he would do that to stay? Because he'd be rewarded. I feel like Robinson's so loyal that he would reward
1: him. I also think Robinson has a good enough culture and enough respect for the players to say to Volkman, you should be playing first. grade." I mean, mate, does it matter where... Can you get his age up, please?
0: Does it matter where Volkman
1: goes? If Robbo wants him in
0: four years' time, he'll get him. He'll get him back. It's kind of like the Connor Watson situation, obviously... You know, Very
1: similar to the Connor Watson situation. Yeah, he just
0: couldn't get a crack. Comes, Goes away, comes back. Uh, but, yeah, Volkman is special, man. I'll tell
1: you who would be really interesting with a Volkman. If Robbo rang Fitzgibbon next year yeah, said, take him and on. said, hey, why don't you take Volkman, see what you can do with him. You and can put play Nico at Hines seven. at seven or at six. However, best way you want to – if – if Hines works at seven this year, yeah. he could play Volkman at six. If it doesn't give
0: I Volkman... I really yeah. think Hines can work at seven. I think yeah. he's so keen to learn that he'll he'll learn what he needs to. If Look, if, if Hughes can do it, Hines can do it, in my opinion. What do you got? 19. 19. So let's say he waits four years. It'll be 23, pretty much.
1: A long time for a, long, for a 19 oh, year yeah. that's have, that talented. The
0: thing is, though, that I've spoken to Volkman. Yeah. And I like I just said, look, be patient. Don't get stressed out. You're not getting a debut yet. Um, and he seemed... Sweet. Like he didn't seem as a young kid he didn't seem he seemed really mature to be honest. Like really mm. mature about it.
1: I, I think it'll just be interesting when all of his mates start.
0: Well that's what I was trying to, to, get to get across to him it, is yeah. like, listen, bro, like you're a gun. Just be patient, bro. It's gonna come. Blah blah blah. And he, he did not there was no sense of you know, oh yeah, you know, I just wanna crack here or there. It was truly like, No no, I'm totally good, I'm happy, I'm learning. So it'd be interesting, really interesting. But he's a fucking such a good player. So off the cuff, but, like, strong. Dang, every time – like, he reminds me of a prime Milford. Every time he got the ball, something was happening. He,
1: he didn't – like, he'd be a really good
0: guy for the Roosters to do a loan deal with to someone. What about 14? Could he fight his way under the bench what at 14? What about Connor? He gets the nine spot.
1: Yeah, but – okay, but next year, once Brendan Smith arrives – Yeah,
0: well, but, like, let's say, let's say Connor – Connor wouldn't be on a big contract. You make that tough call. Well, not, Look, no one wants Connor to be playing Arrow more than me. But it's competitive by nature.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't think he... I, I, I would have Watson at 14 over him. But, yeah, oh, no, I mean, for sure. If Volkman, like, right yeah. now, for
0: sure. But what yeah. I'm saying is, is that if Volkman continues this trajectory. Mm. Robinson might say, like, look, now you're really fighting for that 14 spot. And he yeah, gets fair. that 14 role and he... Um, interesting,
1: though. Would you rather Volkman playing 14 for the Chooks or would you rather loan him out somewhere and actually let him play 7 and 6? Yeah,
0: that's that's interesting, too. If Yeah, you'd rather him, like, let... You, you put him on a loan deal and get him playing in a role Like, how good was it for Harry Grant to go and play in a role I at the Tigers? I like mean,
1: j- just thinking off the top of my head, if <clears> I'm if I'm Robinson and I want to loan Volkman to the Sharks, I think Takiaho Rira Hargrave is coming to the back end of their career. There are so many front rowers down there at the Sharks. Mm. You were to do a little loan swap there for a year or two, give yeah. Volkman some experience. Maybe you get a Royce Hunt. Maybe you get... You Talakai know, or something Talakai, like Talakai. Imagine Talakai at the Chooks.
0: Oof scary
1: he probably should be a top 10 forward in rugby league yeah. he just can't quite put it together at the
0: moment yeah it's interesting it's an interesting spot they find themselves in because you're right like he's basically nearly ready for an NRL. maybe another year or two or maybe another year and he's probably ready for an RL. Um I mean if Newcastle don't sort out their problems you could apparently Newcastle absolutely thought they had Brooks like it was a done deal apparently but anyway they clearly didn't Tim Sheens must have done his job really well. Um, anyway, now on to Tigers versus Manly. Uh, now, I'm just looking at this this f- starting side. I mean, their starting sides are like, it's not like the Tigers started a reserve grade side. They started it definitely with... Definitely wasn't a Reggie side. Yeah, they're peachy. And they went with Manly for that first 30. Yeah. Until, obviously, the first 39. Well,
1: and that's the thing. They're the trying the 39th minute against a good side... It is heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was um, that second half because the problem is is that Manly brought on a bunch of reserve graders as well. Yep, that's the issue. Whereas, yeah, th- there are actually players on here that have played in our role that got brought on from the Manly side, uh, sorry, from the Tiger side.
1: Yeah, there's a anyway, fair few, yeah. I mean, you know I mean yeah. Mate, I, I thought the second row he scored their only try, to Lagi, I thought he was pretty impressive. He's kind of
0: Manly though, isn't he? Well, reportedly,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Might have got on the wrong bus at the end of the evening. <laughs> Holy shit. Score the first try, again on the he, other did, he looked
0: good, he looked dynamic. Yeah, um, yeah look, this, this trial, I mean, I just thought it showed... Manly's juniors are impressive. Very like, impressive. Really impressive. Yeah.
1: I thought uh, Weeks, as you mentioned before, he was very impressive. Um, I thought Kula yeah. was unbelievable. Like, I, I, I didn't watch it live. I watched it after. We and and talking, you messaged yeah. me about him, and yeah. I sort of went And I watched the game, and it took him forever to get on. But when he did,
0: scary. is eh? it the
1: fastest six steps you've ever seen? Fuck. Like, the, the centre has got him. There's yeah. nowhere to go. And then he's two metres away from him yep. all of a sudden. Yep.
0: And that's why we were saying, like, with the um, Dvojevic playing centre, yeah. you know, I, I think that Cooler is is really going to put pressure on Harper and uh, Brad Parker this year. I was so
1: high on uh, Ben Trevoevich during the week after watching what Cooler did with his five minute opportunity. Mm. I,
0: yeah, I just um, think I think Ben Trevoevich is a great bench player for now. Yeah, and you bring him on, you can bring him on back row, maybe center or whatever. Whereas a guy like Cooler, for a team that is struggling to take the spotlight away from Tom Trevoevich and attack, you bring Cooler on. All of a sudden, teams are like, have to really worry. And also, because Tom Trevojevic has played that roving role so well, Cooler could even roam as well. Kind of play like Joey Marnie did for the Roosters. Now, yeah, maybe 10 weeks in or so, but I think it's great signs for Manly that he's really going to be putting pressure on those outside backs. Like, you have a few bad games, Cooler is going to be waiting in the wings. Ready to go, yeah. Waiting in the wings. Um, I thought, obviously, the winger, Vega, that scored three tries – you know, great finisher, that was a great catch that he, that he did and obviously scored. Um, yeah, I, I just thought this was a manly trial. I think that if you're, if you're a Tigers fan, don't be too concerned in the sense that, yes, it is a trial, but at the same time, it wasn't the best night for Tigers fans. <laughs> was it
1: this game last year that the Hollow Sports Boys always talk yeah, about the yep. standing
0: Tigers towed up manly and they gave a standing ovation. <laughs> Good God.
1: Yeah, look, tri- trials aren't the be-all and end-all. I remember watching the Dragons last year get bullied by South Sydney at yep. Dubbo and just thinking, my God, Dragons yeah. will be lucky to finish last year. Yeah. Yeah. They just missed the eight for me. Uh, so I'm not – yeah, not a heap to read into. I think the Tigers would have wanted more. They've still got to put Dane Laurie in. They've still got to put Hastings in. you have still got to put Dewey in eventually. you didn't start with Twole. Uh So th- there are ch- changes to happen there, but um, – Yeah, I probably would have expected a little bit more. But in saying that, Manly did put out a pretty damn good side.
0: Well, the the only problem is is that the second half, that's my concern. Yeah, yeah, The first half for me doesn't worry me. If anything, if I'm a Tigers fan, focus on that first half. I think the only thing you can take out of that as a Tigers fan is the second half is that you probably have to acknowledge that Tigers' depth right now is not great. Like if they get a few injuries, it's going to be tough. But if you just want to look at the first half, I would say, you know what, pretty happy with that. Yes, they got a try on at the end, but we have to remember this is a Manly side that was a top-four side. Yep. Um, yeah, the biggest negative takeaway for me with the Tigers would just be, like, just a little bit concerned about their depth. Um, you know, but in saying that, last year the Roosters' reserve grade team got absolutely annihilated and then their depth was some of the best in the NRL because every, uh, every player stepped up and did a job. But, um, I, yeah, I was just really surprised at Manly's reserve grade. I just thought, wow, like... I don't know. They just seem to They seem to have... It looked like they'd all played together before. Yep.
1: Um, Another probably just worrying thing with me about the Tigers without putting the foot in, and it doesn't overly really surprise me, I thought Peach looked a little bit lost.
0: Yeah, I think it'll take time for Peach to settle in there.
1: It's Madge the sort of guy that gives time, though. No, that's my worry. Yeah. I, think, I I love Peach. I want him to be successful. I'm not sure if he's in the right system, but I, yeah, I, I think that'll be an interesting one.
0: I thought much. Madden had some... Good moments. He can play Madden. Yeah. He's a good little player. Because he's yeah. normally a seven, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So I thought he had some good moments. Um, so, look, not the be-all and end-all for Tigers yeah. fans at all. Um, first half, really good. Second half, you know, their reserve grade just struggled a little bit. Manly, on the other hand, fantastic trial. You know, I think you'd be really, really happy with that, seeing the your reserve it. grades come on and play yep. the way they did. Um, now, Storm versus Warriors. Storm, defeated by the Warriors... 30 to, tw- uh, 30 to 18, but I'd probably say that the Warriors side was more stacked with NRL players. Um, yeah,
1: I think that's fair. Well, I, I think for the entirety of the game anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, you could probably argue they were just more stacked. I mean, I, I think that's essentially their starting port for forward pack except Egan and probably Lodge, but Aitken, Eli Katoa, Josh Curran as well, to be fair, but...
0: Bailey has played in a role. has played in a role. Aiken has. I mean, their whole starting side has played in a role. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you, you look at the Melbourne pack. They ran with
1: Wishart at nine to start. Josh King, Chris Lewis, um, the two second rowers are both good players. But Trent
0: La Lioro. La- so that me. pilly through? Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. I can't believe the commentators didn't pick that up. Yeah, fuck it. Was, it was, was ball of the weekend. Yeah. No one spoke about it. And no one, I was like, that was incredible from yeah. the back row. And it was, you know, basically just a touchdown for, for Coates. Um, I will say, one thing that I am a bit worried about for Storm from a playing perspective is their forward pack doesn't look as big as it used to be. Now, maybe the Warriors' forward pack is just. Fucking, <laughs> came up against a big four. Yeah. to be fair, um, but yeah, it doesn't. It now, I, we have to wait to see their full strength side. Obviously, mm. obviously, um, but yeah, it just it, they just didn't have the same size as they usually have in the middle. That's what it seemed to me. Um, but when they got in their flow, they were incredible. The yeah. storm. But in saying that, you
1: are missing Kafusi. You're missing Nelson. You're missing Jesse Bromwich. So. Uh, there, there, There is a bit of size to go back into that side. But oh. I agree with you. Uh, I did look a little bit smaller than what we're used to. Um, so, you,
0: so you think they'll start Nelson this year with, with Bromwich?
1: Nah, no, I, I think they'll have him on the bench, sorry. But, but he'll come back into yeah. the side, I yeah. mean, you know. Um, so what,
0: if Kamika gets off, they bring on Kamika to start. Who do you think is the starting front row? It'll runner? be Welsh and Bromwich. Welsh and Bromwich, yeah. And then... I think you'll have
1: Nelson on the bench. And then I think that like, that next spot will be filled with one of Josh King, Tepai Moroa. I thought Josh King was good the other day. Yeah, he's solid. 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 Um, oh, I still think Tepai Maroa is the one that's got the upside, whether we see it or not. I yep. don't know. Um, I think our boy, I think Jack Howarth, I think he's a good chance to get on that bench too. Yeah,
0: I think he's a good chance. Trent Leoro was good as well. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: you still got like a I – I don't think he played on the weekend. Tommy Eisenhuth, who's done well for them over the years. Yeah, that's true. He'll that's be true. in and around that side. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah as much as they are losing a bit of size, they're also gaining Brandon Smith as a third eh yeah
0: Through he was middle. good that he help. was good yeah yeah you're right the starting the starting pack does have the size required, absolutely. I just thought that that side they put out just didn't look as big as the yeah. um the Kiwi side, but again, it's just trials uh, the warriors side, I tell you what, I know you know they were playing a less experienced side, but when they got a roll on far out it was just. Adam for like Matt Lodge and then you know Bunty a follow-up. Impressive.
1: Mate, AFB looks like he could be the front row of the year at the moment. He's looking real he good. He looked incredible. Um, just before we do get off Melbourne, Munster I had some really nice touches
0: there. Yeah, he looks it good. It got me excited. Yeah, he looks real. He looks focused. He looks. I think we're in for a match. Even year the amount also. of
1: times he'd dump off to his back row and he'd go down, he'd run down the shoe.
0: He wouldn't always get the ball,
1: but he just looked he just looked like he was moving so much easier yep. than what I've seen him in He years.
0: looks athletically better than I've ever seen him. He probably. looks like
1: back when he was playing fullback. Yep, And he for sure. was just like a chook sure. uh, with his head cut off going everywhere. So, yeah, I'm excited for money. But, yeah, the Warriors thought they were great. Uh, a kid that I've always been a huge fan of is Rocco Berry. Yep. He can play left or right. He can do both sides. I thought he was really nice. Some catch and pass that he did there. I think it was Marcelo Montoya who scored, was it three tries, two tries? One, two, yeah. two tries. Uh, he, was, he was unlucky not to score a third. Not I thought Reece
0: see. Walsh showed his class again. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was different. great. I think that he put to bed any concern about – I mean, we haven't seen the season start, but he put to bed any concern that, you know, he's had just a good year last year, and, and I think he showed that we're dealing with a top-tier fullback here. Yeah,
1: no doubt about it. Um, Nick Arema, did he win the sixth jersey there? I thought he was impressive. Yeah, I
0: think he won it. Yeah, I think he won it. I think you would be crazy not to put him there. I think he's showed two good, two games now where he's led his team around the park, made all the right decisions. Um, you know, Ash Taylor, I didn't really see that much from Ash.
1: Yeah. I, yeah I, I'd say it was disappointing from Ash, but I think that's because I, I was hoping for so yeah. much. I want him to be so successful. Um, yeah, I'll say this. I think that if Sean Johnson played the game that Ash Taylor played, we probably wouldn't say anything about it. Oh, for sure. But I uh, just didn't – I think if you're Ash Taylor, you want him to stand out. Yeah, up. when you're fighting for a jersey, yeah. you need to do more than uh, pass mark. Um, I'll, just one guy that impressed me, and it's been he's been a bit off – not off, but he's had a few injuries and stuff that have cost him over the last few years. Eli Katoa, I thought yep. he looked good again. I yeah. thought last year he fell off a cliff. Mm. I just didn't – I'm excited to see him with Sean Johnson. We know traditionally Sean Johnson when he's got a good edge back rower. seen what he's done with Brit Nacora over the last few years. Eli Katoa, I think he's one to keep an eye on at the Warriors. Once Tohu Harris returns, mm. I think Josh Curran will probably shift out to that edge. So I yeah. think Eli Katoa's got about six weeks to show, or six to eight weeks to show what he can do. And I think uh, SJ will be excited to have him just quietly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Montoya was really impressive. You know, he kind of came through, came into the grade... Had a lot of raps on him. Played some good footy. Last year, he just seemed to, like a lot of errors in that. I thought he was really good. Big, strong ball runner.
1: Yeah. I remember at round one around round two last year, just before the season started around that mark, I, was, I spoke to Peter O'Sullivan. I was asking about Rocco Berry, how he was going. And, and he said to me that Marcelo Montoya was the most impressive guy in their preseason. Yeah, wow. And I sort of went, oh, okay. You know, interesting. I, I wasn't huge on him at Canterbury. He's got ability, but... Mate, every time I see him, he seems to be getting better yep. to his credit. I mean, he so. had a real
0: impact on that game. For like sure. real mate. impact on like, that
1: like, game. Oh, I just said Rocco Berry did really well with catch and pass, but a lot of them, Marcelo Montoya had to finish. Yeah, for he sure. He did every time. Some of his so. coming
0: out of trouble sets runs were yep, really good. He's very a good. big boy, big boy. Look, I think if you're Warriors fan, you've got to be happy with that. You've got to be happy with that. Storm fan, obviously absolutely nothing to worry about. I think if anything, Storm fans, be excited that Munster looks so keen to get on the field so yeah. keen we, we've
1: spoken about him a little
0: bit as too, but for the warriors as well uh he only helped his cause for me aaron Penny,
1: yeah I was impressed with he him. was
0: solid yeah. again that, that forward pack really impressed me like they they looked really strong they looked like they were working together um yeah that warriors forward pack is really coming together it's really coming together it's gonna to be interesting to see how they go for sure um Anyone else that impressed you? I thought Holworth, you know, had some good solid hits in defence. There were a few reads. He was outside um, Jaden Nicarema, and both of them obviously hadn't played, you know, footy for quite or haven't played footy together at all. So I think that hurt them a little bit, like reading mm. defence together. Yeah. Um, but the physical side of things, I thought Holworth handled himself pretty well.
1: Yeah, I thought he did well. Whether he's centre or in the, on the bench, I'm not sure how it's going to play just, out. Yet. I
0: think he's a back rower, and like who am I to question the great Craig great Bellamy? Mm. <laughs> um, you know, clearly a fucking idiot. That's. I, mean, that's I
1: honestly I'm, can see a world where he plays right center and Remus plays right wing. Yeah, okay. I can see it. Okay. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be betting on it. Mm. I wouldn't be overly surprised. What about poor old Jaden uh, Nicarima when he saw some space in behind and he, and he kicked on second or of yeah, third I was tough. just sitting, there going, fuck you, poor bastard. Yeah. That's yeah. Tough. Because that's that the sort fun. of guy Jaden Nicaroma is. He backs himself. It's yep. he, he's all chips in. It's not always going to work for him, but I could just I could just see Bellamy sitting up Come there bro. just
0: going, mate. Come on. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you could I see th- it on
1: his face too. Yeah, he knew as well. He, knew he didn't, didn't want to look up. For
0: sure. Yeah, good signs for both teams, for sure. Good signs to both teams. Uh Rabideau's Cowboys. Um, this is interesting. This is a really interesting game because it, yeah, it didn't, No one really stood out to me as like, oh wow, that guy's really Really impressed me uh, I thought, you know, like Gagai's brother was pretty good Jacob Gagai, yeah. I thought he was really good Oh, like pretty good You know, Selly had some good runs um, I
1: think, uh, I've been talking about for a while Davey Mowali, I thought yeah. he was pretty handy uh, For the age he's at I'll tell you, the, the thing that stood out to me in this game Is that, and respectfully Jackson Paulo Shouldn't be the automatic left centre for me
0: yeah, I, I don't know why that's even a like. a... Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. he's a good winger.
1: I think he's great. He's a sensational winger. Yeah. He handed himself in every finals game he played last yeah. year. I mean, I watched him play left-centre the other night against... Sorry, the only Cowboys back that has played first grade is Brandon Elliott, and it's his first game back in two yeah. years or whatever. And I just... I don't know. I I, I expected more from Paulo. Yeah. That. It's only one game. It's a trial. I get it. I understand that. Uh, but... Yeah, I I don't know why it's so cut and dry that he is going to be the left center mm. doesn't quite make sense yeah
0: to me. it is a bit surprising to me too I, I think he's a great winger that has to earn a center spot if he is to get that center uh, that center spot look this was this was a tough I think this is more you can judge depth of this yeah. game because there really isn't many first graders in either side but
1: yeah in saying that surely them selecting this side and selecting Jackson Paula at left center it had to be a trial of sorts for him, didn't it? Oh, they? yeah,
0: I think so, for sure. But is Tago injured? Uh, not Tago, um, Tass injured? Yeah, well, I was just about to say I wish Tass was in there. I'm, I'm not sure why Tass
1: isn't in this side, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I thought um, Benjamin Lubbock, the back rower, he went good too. Uh, oh, it was a hard game to stand out in. But Griffin
0: Neem did some more. Also, the, the Griffin Neem, he's the other one that I thought was really good yeah.
1: for the Cowboys. I thought their hooker, Josh Chudley. Now, he's played first grade before, I think. I think. I think. Okay. I think he played a couple of years ago, yep. yeah, but I didn't mind him. Um, just one kid to keep an eye on, 14 for the Rabbitohs. His name is Talus Duncan. Yep. Um, Talus was playing at the Roosters a couple of years ago in the juniors, and I, 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 I reckon you've probably seen it at some point. Some of the hits he was putting oh, on really, like a maniac. Yeah, okay. Um, he's obviously a little bit older now. Everyone's sort of the same size now, but I thought he did well. He's one to keep an eye on. He's got a couple of screws loose, yep. Talus, so – one to watch there, but
0: yeah, I mean, outside of that, there wasn't really a heap of first graders. i tell you what I was surprised at is the fact that um, Peyton didn't put together his first grade side. I just think that, like, they probably need as much footy together as possible.
1: Did it shock you that much, though? <laughs>
0: well, it did, because, like, you look at Manly and it's like...
1: Yeah, I know, but, I mean, this is what the Cowboys do, though. This is what I don't... I don't understand so much of what happens up there. Yeah. I don't you're going to have a new spine that's what I mean you're going to have a winger playing fullback why aren't they playing together
0: yeah I would be getting Townsend and Drinkwater whoever drink like Drinkwater hasn't played
1: with Townsend before
0: yeah that's why I'm not I just it was really surprising to me I at least have the spine playing together but honestly if I'm Cowboys because of the position they're in right now I would have actually had at least the first half the first grade playing together like they would have done training just as hard yeah um
1: I, I, I thought the fullback was all right. Tom yeah, Chester, he, had a crack. he was handy.
0: He, he kept turning up, kept turning up. Um, but who knows? You know, maybe Peyton's got a plan in – I mean, he clearly has got a plan in place. But I just thought that if I'm a lower-level side, I'm probably putting most of my first-grade side in this second trial just because we need reps. We need to get – we clearly don't gel together. Um, but there are different – people do different uh, different tactics. People sometimes feel like the start of the season – isn't the be-all and end-all? It's, it's better to pick towards the end. Wayne Bennett's a clear example of that. Um, yeah, so interesting. But good for the Cowboys that they won, that's for sure, because it was basically what? Yeah, it was basically reserve grade versus reserve yeah. grade. Oh,
1: I was. I think Taff and, and um, uh, Lachlan Elias were named, and they were taken out late. Yeah, okay. I was a bit disappointed with that. I was looking forward to seeing yeah, Elias sure. go around. Uh, but I'm, I think they've got the charity shield this week. Yeah. Saturday, yeah. So but we'll see See, that's Elias. interesting
0: as well. Like, you know, from a Rabbitohs perspective, I'm putting him in... Yep. Elias. Elias is playing nearly three trials. Like, I want him playing as much footy as possible. Um, but in saying that, he does have that position lockdown, So it's yep. kind of like, what's the point in risking it? Uh, Broncos V, the Titans. Now, this was basically equal footing starting. Basically. I'm just trying to think... Um, outside of Reynolds but the person that impressed me the most and it's going to be an obvious one Kirk Cate. Well, fuck he brought a lot to that edge like just his energy we have not had that in so long I just I, you, I think that like you know when the Broncos first started struggling mm. and it was such a shock to everyone it was like what the fuck is happening? And then it's been for a couple of years now. We've kind of gotten used to okay, this is the Broncos this now. This is who they are. Yeah, and then Cable comes in and plays the way you know we probably used to.
1: I don't know if it's the best way to describe it, but his edge just looks so much more professional. Yeah, straight away as soon as he. And this oh, is what, absolutely. This is what we spoke about with him after the grand final last year. He's not going to break a million tackles. No. He's not going to have twenty-five offloads a year, but he's going to be solid as all hell and he is reliable. And you need that on your edge. Absolutely. You set up an entire edge defensively like Brisbane haven't had
0: in a long time. Yeah. No, I, they just looked so much different with him yeah. on the side, especially that edge specifically. He just brought energy and, and a, a competitiveness that we kind of didn't, it didn't seem like we had that That will to win at any cost. And this is a trial match. This is Kurt Catewell. He's a place for Queensland. Can I just add as well, respectfully to the guys around him,
1: Branco, Lee, Corio, it's traditionally not the best defenders. Yeah. But you put a good second rower there. Changes everything. Talks, it all changes.
0: Absolutely. So I really like what I saw from Kate. Well, you know, I think he's proved he's give. All the signs are that he's going to be a great signing, one of the better ones. Um, on the 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 Titans side, I thought Jaden Campbell looked sharp as anything. I thought Tremaine um, Spry Spry looks real special. For feed, look special. Isan Masters looked good. Greg Marzu looked good. Honestly, I think the Titans. Titans fan probably got more out of that than Broncos fans. I, I thought, like, I was really impressed with the Titans. Tanner Boyd. <laughs>
1: yeah, can uh, we talk about the hooker? Yeah, can I we have
0: this conversation? Yeah, are please? we allowed to, please? Because I think he should start. Can we get
1: Holbrook on the?
0: He was good. Dog and bone, please. He, he was great. He was really, really good. Um, Jared Wallace, I thought, played well for his minutes. Um, I think that the whole thing
1: with Tanner Boyd is that he came in as a halfback. But he came in as an exceptional running halfback. Mm. You need a hooker.
2: Mm.
1: I mean, even the little things that Tanner Boyd was doing, the way that he was manipulating the markers, taking his two steps, he was yep. just creating space and momentum Totally. constantly. He looked like he'd been playing hooker for a long time to me. Yeah, absolutely. And he went yeah. 70 minutes. He didn't go 50 minutes. He went 70 minutes against pretty much a first-grade side in the Broncos there, the team that they put out. Um, I think he's got to start... They've got to start looking around the room to some extent.
0: I think. Surely it's a question now.
1: But why are now it's saying we go back to two know, weeks ago? Yeah. Why say you're my guy?
0: Yeah, it doesn't I make just don't, any sense. I don't. Especially when there's not such a gap in form or or history, or you know, it's not like one player has earned that nine jersey no matter what. I really like Tanner Boyd, and I, this
1: is with all due respect to Aaron Clark. Hopefully, he goes out. He brains us, proves us
0: wrong, and we'll, we'll cop it on the chin. But it's just it's more to do with like, from a coaching perspective, why not just leave the door open for both? Yeah, because you're well, going to get the best out of both. He's not a 200
1: game vet. That's yeah.
0: like I just don't understand that move. Yeah, it was man. the same with the like the Sexton one. Like last year, before Fogarty had even left, the CEO came out and said Sexton is our seven. And it's like, what, how does that help anyone? Unless, unless you needed to do that to re-sign him, but you already re-signed him. Um, in saying all that, I thought Sexton was good.
1: Yeah, I thought Sexton was great. I loved, loved seeing him push up next to a front rower. Mm, yep. Like, I do, I, that, that, that says a lot to me about Toby Sexton. Yeah. Um, and it might not to other people, but if he's not there, no one notices. For sure. And he gets away with it, no one cares. For sure. He's 19, he's 70 kilos dripping wet, but no, he's pushing up through the middle. I love that about him. So uh, I'm still nervous about them this season, but all signs there the other night were very good. There's no denying Has that.
0: Has Pereira locked in his wing spot? Sure. If he
1: hasn't, I'll give it away.
0: I'm Surely. not
1: here if Pierre isn't on that team. Like
0: he's like his runs and the try that he set up was outrageous. That try he set up was wingers' try through and through. It, 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 what I'm surprised at is the fact that Selwyn Cobo and Mead, like, Mead, is a good specialist winger. Why not put him on the wing and put Selwyn at fullback whilst you're waiting for Tessie to come back? It makes no sense to me. I don't – I can't. I, I was thinking it the other night
1: as well. It just makes – and, and, and Mead played well. He did well. But he's not Selwyn
0: Cobbo. Like Selwyn Cobbo can be your fullback for the next 10 years. And also, yep. you have a reason to put him there. He's naturally a fullback more over a winger. Um, now, you might say, oh, they, he wants to build a combination with Stags, But winger-center combinations are not hard to build. Like yep. – it's just a little bit of timing. That's about it.
1: And who would be better off getting the reps at fullback? Selwyn Cobbo or David Mead yeah. in his 13th year of first grade?
0: Who are you building the club around? Selwyn Cobbo. I just don't get it. So this, this would probably be my starting back line. It would be Selwyn at fullback, Oates on one wing, Pereira on the other, Stags and Herbie. Then it would be Walters. Is Herbie injured or is he just rested? I think he's rested, yeah. but he, he's earned it. Like, yeah, like oh, he, yeah. No, yeah,
1: no, no, no. I'm, I was just—I thought I would have seen him if I saw Katoni. I thought I would have seen Herbie, yeah. but yeah. I think
0: Katoni's more just getting the reps in his legs because yeah. he hasn't played much footy. Um, what about when he
1: got an inch of space? Oh,
0: bro, he's a scary prospect, man. Scary prospect. My halves would be Reynolds Walters. Yep. Um, my starting front row would be uh, Haas Carrigan. Um, 11 obviously Capewell The edge is interesting Because you've got Rabadi You've got Ricky You've got uh, Pecora So I, I'm, I'm unsure On that other tw- uh, 12 position I think Ricky You think Ricky I thought Kobe interim was Fucking amazing Bucky he, he played so good yeah, So good I'm Kobe such a fan too. of him Now some people have K- Carrigan as a 13 um, and, he, and Carrigan does look to have lost a little bit of weight mm. But I think he's a great front rower Yeah I think he's a great front rower And Hetherington is so good
1: We need him on there for 80 minutes I think Carrigan and Flegler can kind of lose their way When you take him out of that Just go forward Yeah, for you, sure You've said it to me a few times And well, I've probably m- Carrigan, noticed it
0: uh, Carrigan especially Because he gets through so much work yeah. And sometimes when you put him at 13 He's not fresh to be doing the ball playing And he's, he's a bigger body I, I, I think Carrigan... He's a premier front rower so much so that if you put him in front row, he could probably win a Queensland spot off the bench in front row. Um, so, it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. He did come off the bench this this game. Tell you, what, I've been really impressed by. I was impressed
1: by him last week, and it was a trial. Titans this week, mate, Corey Jensen. I don't know if he's going to be. in Yeah, your he was solid.
0: He was definitely. Yeah, mate. Yeah.
1: If he's your 18th man and you bring him in as a forward, I, yeah. I, I think he's been really impressive once mind again. Him. He's not paying half. Yeah, you're not going to get tackle breaks, line breaks, offloads, but you're going to get. A tough footballer there
0: who's do the job for you. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, yeah, and so for fourteen, I'd have Corey Pakes. You know, I was I wasn't that high on him before these trials. I just thought that I don't I don't see him as an eighty minute hooker. Yeah. Um, but after watching his last two trials, I still don't see him as eighty minute hooker. But I do think he's a high quality explosive player that has played well enough to fight his way onto that fourteen role.
1: Yeah, I. Three weeks ago I couldn't see a world Where I didn't have Tyson Gamble In my 17 somewhere But I personally think He's played his way out of it To some extent
2: yeah, no, Well
1: I mean It's obviously combined With the fact that Pakes and Walters Have done so well yeah. Doesn't help his case
0: um, It was a tough knife for Gamble That doesn't mean That he's you know, not going to Come back and play Fantastic footy
1: Oh, mate, mate, it could mean he comes back and plays better for Yeah, he's, he's the kind sort of, of – guy.
0: guy. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. he's that sort of bloke. Like, if you said to me by the end of the year, Gamble is 40s way back in that sixth role, wouldn't be surprised at all, at all. Um, but, yeah, I would probably have Walters there. And that's coming from a bloke that thought that it probably didn't look – the optics of it wouldn't be that great. Yeah. But I just think he's been, he's been good. Tell you what, that'll be one Queensland Cup game I'll be watching, Gamble. Round oh, nine. he'll kill it. He'll, he'll brain it. Gamble, as you said, he's the kind of guy that that passion – if it's just out a little bit, it can it can really affect him. Yep. But if it's in, he can lift the whole team. But and
1: that's what that's the other thing I love about Gamble is that he can make ten mistakes and he's not afraid to
0: make the eleven. Yeah, for he sure. will just keep going and going yep. and going. Absolutely. Now look, if they if they decide to put Gamble on the bench instead of Corey Pakes, wouldn't wouldn't argue that much against it, because he would bring on come and bring on a lot of energy, um, and fight and will. So yeah, I, I'd probably have Corey there for now, but. Wouldn't be against Gamble or even Kelly Bean in that 14 role. For the Titans, Greg, uh, Greg Masters is – he's a beast. He's a big bit of gear. He is a beast. I, I'm just so impressed by the Titans' depth, man, because like uh, spry, uh, is it, spry, Spry, yeah. for feeder Masters, and even Greg, to an extent, you could argue, may not get a starting spot. I think Greg will, but – you know what I mean? Like, for example. Yeah, but I
1: also wouldn't miss surprised if he doesn't. You've still got to fit Corey Thompson in there. Yeah. You've got to fit Brian Kelly. You've got to fit Patrick Herbert.
0: Yeah, who's the I, other wing?
1: Uh, well, it could be Esan. It could be Greg. Am, See, I think missing? Greg will get that other spot.
0: Don's gone. Yeah. But Spry, like, they've got a lot of depth there now, the, the, the Titans. They didn't have this kind of depth yeah. a few years ago. Whereas, like, Spry was a Like, Spry played fantastic. For Feeder to be able to contain Stags even to a, a little bit. I know he let one try in, but there are other times where he, a lot of one-on-one tackles uh, against Stags. Spry like outran Cobbo and he's big, Spry mm. is. So look, I really like what I see at the Titans. So they're, they're, put it this way, they're traveling better than I thought they would be traveling.
1: Yeah, they are traveling well. I just, uh, yeah. My, my worry has always been the grind to grind of 26 yeah, weeks. For sure. that, that's going to sure. be worry on young, young heads. Yeah, but totally. Yeah, a good start. will do wonders for them. Campbell, how sharp is Campbell? Just a natural, isn't he? Oh, like fuck. he just, everything he does. He, Who did he step? And, and he, he just was like, like oh. he still hasn't
0: worked out where he is. Holy shit. He is electric. It's bro. one of the
1: better natural left foot steps. Oh yeah, line. for just sure. Without a big jump
0: in the air. He and comes and out of just nowhere. Yeah, go just, on. Boom, and you don't even know what's happened. He's, um, that one was special though, yeah, that one. Far out. Uh, outside of that, um, that try saving tackle from, what was his name? Oh, the fullback. Oh, I thought Shane uh, Shallon Fuller when he came on was really good. Yeah, he's got something about him. There is something guy. about him. He, he reminds me of like a, a bit of a smaller Dean Witters. Yeah, he's like a small – yeah. Like he, that yeah. – just that real smooth ball playing. He's, yeah, he comes really from a bet.
1: little town in North New South Wales called Kyogle, and they've yep. they just got a tendency to produce these sort of guys. I'm not sure if you remember uh, a few years ago, Sh- um, Shannon Walker. He burst Shannon on Shannon Walker. Walker's he was a from gun. the same town. Yeah. yeah and – had all the ability oh, in Oh, crazy
0: world. ability. Crazy like, ability.
1: incredible. Just never quite found his way. There's, if you type in Shannon Walker, there's this footage of at Queensland Cup Grand Final. Yeah. He goes the length. And from the 40-meter line, he's celebrating. He, Mate, he
0: was just... Shannon Walker was something special. He was
1: unbelievable. Um, I think he went to sevens for a bit. I'm not sure yeah, what Yeah, he went to, to sevens him. for a bit. Yeah. It's just
0: It was just a week-in, week-out grind, yeah. I think, that he'd just never be able to... Because he should have played Center NRL, like he he's almost like a Preston Campbell-ish kind of player. He's yeah. so good. And
1: um, once you're done with those highlights, type in um, Shalon Fuller
0: and have a look at Shalon Fuller. Well, he's the, he did a lot with Ezra Mam, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Same yeah. side, yeah, and yeah, very very impressive the stuff he's doing.
0: Uh, apologies if I get this wrong, but it was Tain, uh Tuapiki, Tuapiki, the 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 headgear guy that came yeah, on the try saver. that yeah, try saver yep. was outrageous, outrageous. Yeah, so good signs. I think Fuller is going to be a great backup and, and long-term, you know, if he comes in and plays maybe even 14. I, I, there was just something about the way he moved, his ball playing. Yeah. I think he got a repeat set. Um, yeah, I, I did like – I know you tipped me on him. I did like him. Uh, who else? Tony Francis won the haircut of the day with that <laughs> two ratties. Absolutely beautiful. Loved it. Yeah, good signs. What about poor old um, – he, he, he was
1: wearing the one, I think, um, Groot that came on. Set up a try with that kick. He almost missed his foot, the poor bastard. Oh, he must have been yeah, Groot with a headgear. Yeah. <laughs> Far hell. out.
0: Far out, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, look, I think good signs for both clubs. I, I'm just like when I look at – I'm biased, but when I look at the Broncos, like when you bring in Payne Haas, Reynolds, Carrigan, it's starting to look like a pretty solid fullback. Full I
1: just love the way that with Walters they've got a bit more direction and you saw Staggs and Cobbo just get
0: clean ball. Yeah, for sure. They got,
1: I think there was five occasions in the first half they got clean ball and um, Selwyn scored once, Catone scored the other time. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, I'm just surprised. Like Selwyn should be a fullback. He should be a fullback. Like, why isn't he? That's what he plays in the Q Cup. Killed it in the grand final. Put him at fullback. Put Oates on the wing. Uh, put Pereira on the other wing. Anyway, Have they have they got a trial? Because they've already had two. Are they having any more, Brisbane? I think they have another one. One more? Yeah. yeah. We, okay. we always used to do three trials. Yeah. Um, now, on to Sharkies versus Panthers. Now, the quality of the game was not the best. <laughs> it was an absolute bludger. Uh, but as we discussed earlier, the Panthers' depth is amazing. Yeah,
1: it's pretty damn impressive across all positions. Yeah. Um, Mate I've, I've got a little asterisk Next to guys that impressed me I've got a fair whack On this Penrith Okay Side um, I thought Tago yeah, He was Tago exactly a guy. What I, what I expected He's in NRL player Yeah He's ready and rearing yep. to go him in thought the guy outside him uh, I think it's Turova uh, I thought he was impressive as well He did some really good things The halves were good Sullivan Falls is the guy I what spoke a, about
0: What a luxury for the Panthers Yeah To have these two blokes Sitting in a reserve grade Yeah Fucking hell For Four yeah, Falls really was really good, really good. Sean O'Sullivan did his job. Yeah, I said a few weeks
1: ago, Falls reminds me a lot of um, Mitchell Pearce. He's not high-end, but he's got a good kicking game, and he just does what needs to be done. And I think it's so underrated in rugby league just to have a half that mm. doesn't have brain explosions and just gets you to where you need to be. Mm. And he, I, I really like him for that. And he, he's 25, 26, so he's seen a lot of footy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, it wouldn't surprise him if he never plays first grade. Yeah. That's just the reality of the NRL sometimes, but saying he can that, definitely there's play. A, there's clubs that could use a guy no, like mate, Falls. So How old is he? He's 25, 26. Okay. Kurt
0: Falls, Matty. Um, He's not young. i just got to bring it up before I forget. Jermaine Hopgood's kick was one of the worst. Was it, was it, was it, was it Hopgood or was it Salmon?
1: No, I think it was Hopgood. I think it was Hopgood. I, I, I like Jermaine Hopgood. I think he's a good little no, player. He he's played player. mad. Yeah. He played <laughs> mad.
0: His kick was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. That was one of the most disgusting kicks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Fucking went tw- it honestly went 30 <laughs> metres over the- And it was like he kicked it five metres out as a chip. Um, <laughs> but he actually was one of the better players on the field. He was one of the better players on the field. And like, to have him as backup for Isaiah Yo. Yeah. Very
1: like, handy to he, have.
0: He was really, really good. I thought
1: it was interesting, Jamin Salmon. Now he's come through with Parramatta.
0: Apologies if I, it was Salmon that kicked it. Apologies if it was Salmon. It Salmon. might have been, yeah. Yeah. If it was whoever kicked it, disgusting. Don't ever do that again.
1: But so I thought it was interesting to see him pop up in the back row.
0: Yep. He's always been a half
1: five eight, potentially fullback over the last few years. See,
0: when he played at para, I didn't mind him. Yeah,
1: I thought he was handy too. Yeah, I I, was I, surprised I thought when they he first came he was gonna be something special. Um But, I mean, if he can reinvent himself as a second rower with a bit of upside, definitely uh, a good commodity to have in rugby league. We've already spoken about. Mitch Kenny continues to just do his job. Yeah, just does his job
0: week in, week out. I think, like, Mitch Kenny is such a a solid buy for Panthers. Kind of like the Dylan Edwards for them. Yeah. Not breaking the bank, but, boy, do they do their job. Like, get through a bit of work. (laughs) I was talking to – you know the bloke I said
1: to you the other week that I think will be the next nine, Riley Smith? Yeah. Did you get a message from him?
0: No, Riley Smith, is it?
1: Yeah, right. he, he messaged me the other day. as goes, oh, thanks for the shout-out, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, I, I, I text him and just see if he wants to go down to the nets. I'm keen. <laughs> so,
2: but he has chosen <laughs> oh, rugby message, league, which yeah. is a good thing. Okay. So rugby
1: league over cricket. So, But, yeah, I think Mitch Kenny,
0: he's just solid. Jeez, he, he seems like such a good bloke, Mitch Kenny. Yeah, he, he does. Like a funny bastard. Absolutely. Um, who else was it? pretty good? I mean, if I'm a Sharks fan, I wouldn't – like, they, it's – it was just such a messy game. And then, like, yeah. you know, Trindle got sent off. Um, you know, Talakai had some good runs. I thought uh, Ueli's initial 20 was really good. Jaden Beryl started off really well. I thought his first 20 was really good. I, 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 I wouldn't read too much into it. If yeah. I, like, oh.
1: I love him and I would never bag him because I think he's a great footballer. But Talakai should be the best forward on this field by a country he's mile. A beast. He's just got so much potential. He just can't seem to put it all together. Yeah. For an extended period. I, I honestly think that he could be one of the better forwards in rugby league.
0: Yeah, I can see it. I can absolutely see it. He's a He's got
1: a beast. so much potential. It's not even funny. It's just... If you put the consistency of Ty Wilton with the skill set of Talakai, mm. it's over.
0: Yep. Like, he could yep. be anything Sifer. Um So so where... I know that you were a bit hesitant when I said Nico Hines plays seven for the Sharks. Where do you stand now with, with no, the fact that... It's,
1: it's coming around on me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're not going to have Trindle at seven, well, you can't Trindle, have Moylan at seven.
3: Trindle most likely suspended. Trindle has, is facing two to three weeks. Two to three weeks.
0: Through. Let's just get this out of the way. We'll, and we won't, we're won't. we not trying to rag on anything and be too negative. But this whole head high thing coming back in, as a fan, and I understand we're trying to protect the head, where is Trindle supposed to go when the guy falls into his shoulder like that? What is he supposed to step away from the tackle? There was no swinging arm. It was an aggressive tackle. This is rugby league. Now, I can understand if you want to put him on report and maybe he gets a week or whatever, but to send him for 10, like, as a game, we are no clearer as to what the head-high tackle rule uh, rule is. What, what were your thoughts, Guru? No. Am I crazy or what? No, I
1: don't think you're crazy. I just – I understand what they're trying to do, but it's just a shocking way to go about it, I think. And I, I don't know what the answer is, to be honest with you, but – Mate, if this is happening in week six, I'll give it away. I guarantee you, we're sitting here in week five, and pe- and players are getting away with this. This is yep. what they always do. They come hot and heavy. We're going to do this, this, this. They do it for five weeks to get a little bit of pushback, then they ease off, and we'll find something else. To Haven't we focus seen on. this song and
0: dance though? No, mate. Heap round of songs. ten, yeah. uh, magic round or whatever it was. Is it round ten, magic round? Yeah, we saw this song and dance. And it, it, it's impossible. It will ruin the game because... We saw it for a month. It ruined the game. Then they backtracked on it. Absolutely. Now they're going to bring it back again. What I'm not... I'm not understanding... Like, if their planning is this. We're going to go hard in the trials so that players, you know, try not to hit head high even though they're never trying to. Then what's going to happen is round one, like I said before the show, round one, a team's going to be playing the Sharks. One of the Sharks players is going to get head high. The player's not going to get sent for 10. He's not going to get put on a report. And the Sharks are going to be sitting there going, we just lost our key playmaker. That is, it's his first year at a fair crack at the seven role or a six role. And he just lost, he may have lost that opportunity. Like someone might come in and play really well. All over a head high that there was no swinging arm. The guy clearly fell into the tackle. I understand most of the responsibility is on the defender to not hit the head but there has to be some responsibility on the attacker to not fall into tackles. I know that just like the defender didn't mean to hit him in the head, I understand the attacker didn't mean to fall into his shoulder, but there has to be some give here because otherwise this they're ahead highs constantly. If you want to go by this rule, it, every week there's going to be people sent off, multiple people every game. I, I just don't understand it. And, and, and fair, I, I got a lot of respect for the Fox League analysts or commentators when they said, you know, you could tell that they were frustrated and they were like, look, we're not going to get into it. It's just trials. And so we won't spend too much time on it. But I, I just want to point it out, like, have we not done this song and dance?
1: Yeah. And I just – I know we can't. What is he meant to do? What are you meant to do in that situation? Are you meant to let 120-kilo athletes fall into your knees? Your season's over there. Are you obviously. meant to yeah, – Yeah. Are you meant to jump let them go? Away?
0: What are you – I just – I can't even... He's in the tackling motion. Yeah. You can see it happening. The guy falls into it. If the guy doesn't fall, he hits his chest and it's nothing play. I just... Who was the other guy that got sent off? Where I was like, yeah, okay, I can see that. I think it was in the Was it the same game? No, nah, was
1: it the Dragons? Uh, who it was, was the winger for the Dragons? It was a big shot. It was, was it Tao Tao Was that the one you texted yeah, me
0: Tau about? Yeah, Tao I'm not sure. There was a, there was another one and I, and... The guy, he was wrapped up and he, his shoulder went directly into his head. I'm like, you know what? With that one, fair enough because yeah. the, the guy wasn't falling and the player was already wrapped up. But the ones where the player is falling, I just don't understand that. Like, unless it's a swinging arm, I don't understand it. Yeah,
1: and I feel like now, to some extent, I, like I knew on the weekend which ones were going to get 10 in the bin, mm. but I thought they were ridiculous. I would almost rather it be a little bit more lenient mm. and then apply some common sense. Yeah. I just, I don't, it's just going to, it's going to be a hard I, sport i just to don't watch get because like
0: rugby league will never be able to be played without contact to the head because the only way that we're going to get rid of contact to the head is if you stop players being allowed to offload because that you have to go, you have to hit around here and when it's when you're moving so fast like how's anyway anyway we've been through this a million times well
1: that's i mean if you go back to that titans game there's a tackle that albert kelly makes where he just dives straight at the legs. 25 years ago, it would have been a great tackle. Yeah. But players just go, just toss 100%. the ball in the air and someone will be there to 100%. take it and they run 70 metres. You can't you can't tackle at the legs anymore. You though. can't because
0: you're not rewarded for it.
1: Oh, mate, I, I had I had John Sutton come down to my under-16 team last year and uh, he said, what do you want to do? I said, oh, can you do some defence with him? He went, yeah, sweet. And he got them all and he said, oh, who's your best defender? And I said, this kid, come here. He tackled one of the other kids. Around the legs, perfect. And Sutton said, don't ever do that again. Yeah. Never do that again. And I was just standing there going, that is what I was taught Yeah, from age 6 to 15. He said,
0: you might, you're might. you better off missing the tackle. Absolutely. And just chasing him and then grabbing him yep. from behind or something. And he's totally right. You go around the legs, you're not rewarded for it. Yeah.
1: He's like the first person has to wrap the ball up. Absolutely. Where's the ball? It's two inches from your shoulder, yeah. from your chin. So, it's look,
0: just- I, yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't become an issue because I thought we would. I thought we'd found a good middle ground. And what's interesting is that I feel like a lot of the knockouts are actually coming from players trying to go low. Yeah, know what I mean, think like that's I, a fair I, argument. I feel yeah. like a lot of the knockouts are going low. We're so the, the players are so big and powerful now that it's those like low bumps and they get hit under there and they just go bomb straight yeah. out. I don't have any science to back that up or But it's also the, the
1: reality in that situation where. The game is fast now. The attacking team gets momentum. The defenders are getting back quicker. They're coming up. They're out of position more often. Yep. It just... Uh, like, th- this rule would have been hard to officiate 20 years ago when the yep. game was 10 times slower. Yep. Now,
0: it's even harder. how
1: on earth are guys meant to deal with... Yeah. Um,
0: and we'll talk quickly about uh, Fui Maono getting five weeks. If he challenge it seven weeks. This is a tough one for me because I feel like I don't feel like he intentionally hip-dropped. I thought it was a subconscious technique that he has learned yeah. over the years. He's fatigued. Because it's not like he had him held up and then he hip-dropped him. It was all in one motion of swinging around him. Now, the only way Phil Wimona F- can probably get out of that is if he, if he let go of the tackle. But I understand where the NRL is coming from from this because now Hayes has done some misses a whole year.
1: Yeah, oh, I get it. I feel for Tyrell, but... Uh, I think this one is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's brutal. Thankfully, it doesn't happen all that often. And yeah. hopefully, because of this, it will happen less. I do feel sorry for him. Uh,
0: because hip drop <sighs> is a technique. You know, it's not, yeah. like, it's not like when you accidentally hit someone in the head where, you know, you're just going into a tackle and you miss a margin by 5, 10, ten metres. Hip drop has been a technique that's been taught by wrestling coaches. Um, and yeah so I don't believe Fui Mayono did it intentionally I thought it was like you're under fatigue subconscious you went to wrap the ball up and just pulled down like that so five weeks definitely seems a bit harsh but at the same time I I can understand it because Hayes now misses the whole season yeah Um, and that that kind of technique I'm okay like if Fui Mayono has to literally just let go of the tackle I'm okay with that because it's like if you can't tackle him without using that technique, then just don't tackle him, <laughs> then he'll get dropped for five weeks yeah oh, no that's I, and that's I, what I makes get it, it hard. yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but it's just when you when it's a yeah. specific technique to bend the knee like that, it's
3: just I just want it gone from the game like yeah, thats no, what no, he got okay. there, mate? I think Philman got suspended for a hip drop two years ago, which yeah he was yeah, yeah, okay. was it magic round as well that was when no, he got that was, was he yeah. Isn't. yeah,
0: yeah so hip drop is something that I just want out of the game, yeah. Because like, it's a technique that it shouldn't be there. It's dangerous as fuck. No matter no matter how safely you do it, it's dangerous because it's it's bent to your anchorage in your knees. Like it's 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 meant to do that. Um, so although from a dragon's perspective, I, I you know I can feel for Tyrell as well. Like I don't think that it was planned or malicious. But at the same time, I just want it gone from the game. Like same with the grapple tackles, the chicken wings. I just want it gone. Yeah, like, I just want it gone. So, yeah, that that's a tough one because you can you can see both arguments. Is like it happened all at once. So how is he supposed to pull out of that outside of letting go of the whole? Letting tackle? go, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the back to the Penrith um, Sharks. Look, you can be a little bit concerned as a Sharks fan. Getting beaten 34-6 to 6 is not a good thing, but when you actually look at their squad and how many players were left out that, you know, will be a part of it, you, the only concern was similar-ish to the Tigers of, you know, Sharks' depth probably isn't the best right now, uh, whereas Panthers' depth is amazing.
1: Yeah, but you know what, like I, I also, like I look at the Sharks and whenever I try and make a forward pack, I can't fit Aiden Tolman and Andrew Fafita in it. Yeah, They have got depth, they just weren't playing in this game. That's true, for good, me. Point. That's a good point. That's good point. I mean, but the still got back Talakai, they still have Talakai, they've
0: got Brandon Huelli, Royce Hunt, like they're all...
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you, you have a look at the back line, not a single one of those guys will play first grade, I oh, sorry, outside outside of Trindle. I would argue that Trindle didn't have his greatest game. Yeah. Um, and then you have a look at their bench... I mean, outside of Franklin Pele, Jack Martin, no guys really that are I – mean, like, they're, they're all guys it. that you'll see at Newtown training every week. Yeah. Like, That's a fair point. Fair and, point. mate, it, it coming up against Penrith, who we've seen Maverick Guy just turned an opportunity with the Melbourne system because the Penrith system is bloody good. Yeah.
0: I mean, Do yeah. you think it's just more evidence of the – evidence of how good Penrith is rather – like Penrith's depth is rather than Sharks – it you know, yeah. This depth. doesn't reflect much for the Sharks, yeah, okay. man, To be honest, so don't take much out of his. Oh, I'm I'm taking
1: nothing out okay, of the Sharks, sweet.
0: man. Um, Eels versus Dragons, an absolute nail biter 26 22 to the Dragons. Uh, I really liked uh, Hayes per, uh, Perham. I thought he was really explosive. That double drop that he did for Sean yeah. Lane was fucking amazing. Sean Lane, he had one of the games of his career, like duck.
1: Unbelievable. he was killing it.
0: He was captain as well, far out. Um, there was I, one where he threw a
1: try assist and he just sort of wandered, like he knew he was having yeah, a good time, yeah. game too, he was enjoying himself, I love it. Everything he
0: touched was turning <laughs> to gold. it was amazing. There was
1: one that he went through when he had guys on his left and right, I thought he bombed it, Yeah. and then he, he just laid on the try on the next play Mate. anyway, he was Mate. taking the
0: piss. That's a thing with Sean Lane, is' like, if you actually watch Sean Lane, he, he does some really good work, really good work. He's, he's almost deceptively strong because he's so tall. Yeah. Um. It's just, you know, one or two errors in his game that really yeah, hurt he him. He can't have a brain lapse. And so yeah, outside yeah. of that, though, yeah. like, when he's on, he, he's quality. I, I, I thought Jake Arthur had a stellar game. Stellar game. Yeah. Now, yeah, maybe, I, well. maybe I miss... What, what Did you watch the game, Maddie?
3: I've only seen the highlights of that game. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I Look, I, I just thought he had a really good game. Now, like, I... I missed maybe 10 or so minutes all up of the game, but he, he just looks silky, he looks smooth. Um, I, I just think they're deve- He's. I'm not saying that, um, I don't feel that he'll put pressure on anyone this year, yeah. but I do believe his development is coming along quite well. Like when I compare to how he played last year when he made his debut, he seemed like a more mature player yeah. uh, on the weekend. He might have to dye his hair if he wants to play five eight. Well, he like, just doesn't have the cool factor. Not cool enough he's me. not cool enough, and we know Brad Arthur would rather pick a cool guy over his son.
1: Yeah, he's a joggers and jeans sort of guy. <laughs> though.
0: um, I thought uh, Kofusi was good. Um, Nick Corey
1: I thought was really strong. Yeah,
0: per usual. I think he'll be a really good signing for the Warriors. Oh, I think it'd be a great signing. Great yeah. signing. Uh, I didn't really see much of Will Pennacini. Uh, maybe that was in the, yeah, the nor did I. bits that I missed. Uh, for the Dragons was absolutely befuddled why Sloan didn't start at fullback. I kind of felt that he'd done enough to warrant the starting position. Uh, in saying that, maybe it's just a rotation thing. Like, Cody Ramsey starts, but Sloan was always going to get that crack. Uh, well, it took
1: him two or three touches to show. To
0: show how good he is. That is a no-brainer uh, yeah. at one. I think Sloan has cemented his spot at fullback. I think Amone, outside of was that like one error, was amazing. He's special, that Yeah, kid. he's got something about That him. try where he steps back inside, puts a grubber in, just to have the wherewithal to know that another guy's inside to score that try, it was that was a moment, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that yep. was a moment. Yeah, very impressive. I thought, mate, I, I text you at about the 30th minute and said, I haven't even noticed uh, that Moses Sully's on the field. And then he got one good ball. bit of clean ball. Killed and it just made him look stupid. Yeah, um, he's thought, a beast. I thought Max Viego, there's a try that he scored late in the game. Late, no, that no, was their first try, sorry he came off his right foot Yeah He just left two or three defenders He's so dead. sharp He is very impressive Yeah um, Yeah outside of that I um, thought Francis Molo was decent But They just didn't have any ball For the first 25 minutes yep. So By the time they got the ball All, all these forwards were gassed So it was, a, it was I a thought tough Josh Maguire so was, was
0: pretty good To be honest Yeah Why Why is he playing in the halves though Silly uh, I don't get that. Like when you're, I know we it's just, a twenty six man squad. I know it's bizarre.
1: How is your front rower the best
0: option to play seven? It's just so bizarre. I, I don't understand yeah, that decision. Put
1: Sloan at six.
0: Yeah. I, I just I can't. I don't understand that decision. Like how? Like a trial is about getting as much reps in as you can for a team to be the best it can for first grade. Like for the for the year, putting McGuire at, in the halves is like what? What? How does that serve anyone? Even though he, he ended up playing pretty well. He played well. He did a job. Um, but. but that's where, like, you know, some of Anthony Griffin's decisions sometimes are just, just befuddle me a little bit. Like, even, even little things, and maybe he's spoken to Sloan, but, like, Sloan's your next superstar, or one of. He, he played ex- incredibly well at fullback when he got his chance last year. Cody Ramsey did play fullback, but I, I think he's more of a winger. And so like Just the messaging to Sloan To be like Well Ramsey gets the first half Maybe I'm looking too deeply into it But I just think that sure, Surely if you're Griffin You're backing Sloan in And you're going You get to start it up. You know what I mean Like all those little I, things I don't
1: see Ramsey as a fullback I see him as a
0: winger I see him as a
1: winger if, if, if you told me Sloan was out injured round one I would honestly probably go and buy at fullback Yeah okay I really would I, I just I think Ramsey's a solid winger Good finishing winger Yeah And, and there's nothing wrong with that either
0: it's great to have a good finishing I'm sitting off. here because of it, literally. Even, and I thought I was a fullback. I debuted at it. Um, yeah, so that, that was, I just, it was a bizarre situation for me because it's like as a teenager, your ego is so precious as it is. You know what I mean? And so when you don't start, as Sloan, I'm sh- maybe he didn't, maybe he's much more fucking. It looked
1: to me like he wore it well. Yeah. I will say that. I was impressed. that's what I thought too. Fuck, this could be anything here. Yeah, well
0: he could drop his you know, yeah. start kicking stones.
1: And I would understand oh I, I wouldn't like it if he did, but I could understand it. As a young if I was kid, Sloan, I wouldn't be stoked.
0: If I'm Sloan, no matter how I responded to it, I still would be like, bro, I should be starting at yeah. fullback. Um and then, you know, maybe Cody gets a crack after half time. But who knows? Griffin could have sat them down and just said, Look, I'm Ramsey, you're starting Sloan, please don't. Read into this at all It's a nothing thing I just want to give Ramsey A chance to play um, At fullback But It's kind of weird Because like with Sloan You go Well wouldn't you put him On the bench then <laughs> And <laughs> then bring he, him Off the bench
1: Did he sit the other halves Down and go Hey oh, just going to give uh, Moose <laughs> a run at 7 here
0: Yeah it, Bit bizarre um, But it is what it is uh, Interested in Moses by Embi- Starting at 7 I think that Probably going to get that fourteen roll. But Sullivan his touch will go for the season start. Apparently, I think his ankle yeah. is
1: injured. I mean, you'd have to, yeah. It probably looks like him. By we'll get it. Well, we've spoken about this yeah. for an age. <laughs> but, uh, no need to repeat ourselves again. But um, yeah, I yeah there was another kid. There's a kid for Parramatta, and I yeah I, I've had ai coached him when he when he was about fifteen. His name's Luca Moretti. He was Jersey seventeen. Yep. Um, Luca is an incredible little footballer. He was. He made Australian Schoolboys League and Union. He's the first guy to do it in a long time. Um, He was at the Roosters for a couple of years. They've now let him go. Just one to keep an eye on because he's got so much ability. I would suggest he might have got a little bit comfortable at the Roosters. This might be a bit of a little wake-up call for him. So one to just keep an eye on. Didn't really stand out for me in that game, to be honest with you. Uh, But one to keep an eye on because he has got ability. I'd love to see him kick on. He's a good kid. Just quickly Uh, back
0: to that Sharks game. There was a... Either, he was either number 23 or 24. He had some really fucking good runs, some really good runs. A big boy, big tall boy. I don't know if you remember him, but it's 23 or 24, but I just wanted to quickly mention that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, with the, back to the, the Eels versus Dragons. Look, solid signs for the Dragons. I know they were behind and they came back from 16-0 down, and, and maybe that's due to the, the rotation that Eels used, but I think both clubs are going to be pretty happy with this. Yeah. Just,
1: just just one other guy to watch too from the Dragons. He was jersey 25. He didn't really get any opportunities. Jonathan Rubin. Yep. Uh, Maddie, can you just type Jonathan Rubin, Queensland Cup? His strike rate for tries is unbelievable. It's like 106 from 107 games or wow. something out like there. He wow. is a very impressive character. He didn't really get any opportunities in that game. He's been playing for the North Devils the last bang year. Bang on, what?
3: 106 from 107. Bang. Wow. Yeah. Far Pretty right. impressive. Is he the PNG bloke? Or is that a different guy?
1: No, I'm not sure where he's from, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. Uh, says he's from,
3: he was born in Townsville. Okay. But. I thought George Burgess school. had a few strong runs.
1: Yeah. Looked was, strong in contact. Yeah, he probably looked better than, than what I anticipated, George yeah, Burgess. Because that's thought, what I was so. worried about.
0: Does he still have that physical strength that the Burgess brothers are, are so known for? Well,
1: yeah. The, I was talking to the NRL physio about this the other day, and he essentially said that no one has come back from what he did wow. what in sport. Far out. And so if he manages to pull it together... That'd be incredible. Be very, very impressive. Um, probably the last talking part of this game, when Maddo did come on, mm. he was playing a bit of 13. Yeah. He then got a sim bin. I, I'm, I can't remember if he came back on after that or not, yeah. but he was definitely playing a roaming 13 role. I've heard that Nathan Brown had a surgery that hasn't been talked about too much, and yeah. he might miss the first few weeks. So if Maddo does play 13, you've spoken about it before. I wouldn't mind
0: it. He's very to be a six. interesting. He yep. used to be a six. Um, one thing, I, I guess a bit of a, a bit of a negative, but I was really hoping to see Will Pennicini stand out. Yeah. Um, now, as centre, it's very hard to, you know, you're so beholden to inside you, but I was really hoping that we saw Will, you know, just kick on from such a good year last year. Yeah. Not to say that he won't, uh, but I was hoping for a bit more impact from Will. I'm sure we'll get it in the yeah, year. Yeah, I
1: mean, even top-class centres can have quiet games. Oh, too, sure. it, As you said, it's the reality of the position. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm happy to see what... I, I wonder what they do. Oh, obviously, poor Hayes Dunster is injured now. Do you move Wonga Blake out to the wing? Do you keep Opechik? Do you move perm to the wing?
0: How do you think they'll... Yeah, it's interesting. Well, that, uh, apparently they're seeing if Asako's free. Main Asako Broncos. Yeah, right. So, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you probably... You probably move maybe Wonga blake i don't know what he's like under the high ball though yeah yeah it's yeah. interesting they've big, gone from having too many wings, wings to bloody right,
1: exactly yeah
0: um but yeah i think both sides can be happy don't be too stressed at all uh, yeah madison at 13 is going to be really, really interesting but like this is where like for example andrew mcculloch is playing that's where i sometimes with other clubs i'm like bro if andrew mcculloch is playing like Surely you can put your young guy in that needs an extra game. Yeah, I will say about
1: McCulloch, I'm pretty sure he had an injury at the end of last season, so they mm. might just be trying to get, get reps in. Yeah, but in saying that, I, I still would have given Ben Hunt an opportunity with him, man. but yeah. I'm sure they will in the charity shield. They'll put it out a good side there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a hard one with these trials because if he plays Hunt and Hunt gets injured, everyone oh, says, why the hell, why was, the hell, is he hell was he playing? Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yeah. it's a tough one.
0: Absolutely. Um, outside of that, look, you know, Teams-wise, who was the most positive for you out of those trials? Um, I'd probably have to say Manly. I think Manly. Um,
1: But in saying that, I wasn't overly impressed with the Tigers. They did put out a really good side. I'm I'm probably more excited to see the teams this week. I think you'll see more full-strength sort of sides. I thought the Warriors were pretty impressive considering they didn't have Sean Johnson and considering they were playing Melbourne. Um, Yeah. I mean, that, that South Cowboys game, I don't it think it could take much bang. from that. Titans-Broncos, um, I mean, both conceded 26 points still. Yep. So uh, And the Penrith-Cronulla. Penrith were very impressive, but I also think the Cronulla side was probably the weakest outside of the Cowboys and Bunny side of all the other teams. So, um, yeah. Not, not as you said, at the very start, trials. First trial for a lot of these teams. Not a heap to read into, yep. but... Uh, interesting nonetheless I think this
0: week Will be more telling For sure um, For me Manly Absolutely impressed me the most And it was the fact That their reserve grade side Came on and they They just high energy Gelled really well They arguably looked better Yeah Arguably As crazy for sure. as that sounds As crazy yeah. as it sounds You know when you've got guys like um, Kalua coming on And doing what he did uh, Then you've got the winger Scoring three tries Vagar You've got weeks Going really well So yeah Manly really impressed me The Probably the clubs where I was, again, and it's just trials, but clubs where I was a bit concerned is obviously the Tigers. Uh, not a bit concerned. I'm, I'm really concerned. Um, outside of that.
1: Imagine being the Tigers' centres when the A-team walked off and then Cooler came on and you thought, oh, I'll be okay. Yeah, i good. This
0: kid is just,
1: he uh, might be the most dangerous guy on the field. Yeah, after literally.
0: Tervo. Literally. Um, you know, I, look, I, I was really impressed with the Panthers. I, I was, even though they didn't have their starting side, I, I was a bit disappointed with Sharks just because mm. they leaked 34 points and their coach is Craig Fitzgibbon. And I understand it's a trial and scores don't matter, but I just think a, a Craig Fitzgibbon coach side, he's proven. He knows how to defend and he knows how to teach defending. So I wouldn't say that they were like disappointing, but I am. I was a bit like, mm, okay, I, I probably would have thought, if anything, their defence would have been better and their attack would have been a bit... You know, stop start.
1: But uh, once again, you know, they scored their first try in the in the thirtieth minute. The Panthers they scored a, you know, what thirty four points in the next fifty minutes. You know, this is where, and I always say it, the guy standing behind the goalpost with you is so important. If it's Dale or a Cam McInnes, I think they're able to sort of put a halt to that. But I mean, who's the guy? Hamlin Uello was the skipper. Yeah. You know, that's why It'd be interesting if you put Just a Dale Finucane Or a Cam McInnes in this team How how different it would would have been Yeah,
0: for sure As as I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a negative It was more just like Oh, okay Well, it might be a good opportunity For Fitzy to put a rocket up Yeah, for sure It could pay dividends for them Again, Roosters got pumped by 60 And then they went I think they won the comp that year Yeah And then, you know, Manly Got pumped by Tigers By 50 And they went on top four
1: Yeah, I, I, I think Fitzy will make a point of this To the guys that are on there I mean, you look at that Penrith forward pack: Eddie Blacker, Eisenhurst Salmon, Smith, Jermaine Hopgood. None of them are going to make Panthers. Mm. Seventeen for me. Yep. Eisenhooth might get a bench spot, yeah. at best. Um, whereas Hamlin, Ula, Royce Hunt, Ty Wilton, and Sipper I mean. all could play. Yeah, you're right. It is a fair point. It's like
0: it's it's not a negative. It's just like,
1: hmm, It's interesting, interesting. Sad but to see the hooker get injured. To Jaden Barrow, he was doing good. I thought he was doing really good.
0: Yeah. Um. I guess. One little negative for the Broncos is they were down twenty six to, like, ten or twelve or something like that, and they fought back late in the end. Um, Yeah, I think
1: it's sort of forgotten by other people, but I don't think heavy will be.
0: No, not not at all. But it was just, it's just like, oh shit! Like this is this was our issue: is that we we fight in games, and then just before halftime or after halftime, we let in a bunch of points. Um, So I would say that although it's a positive that we fought back to twenty six all. It's also a negative that we had that many points put on us in a small. And also, territory. I think
1: that's where Adam Reynolds will be so good because he'll be able to kick you out of trouble, whereas they yeah. didn't have that. So, sure.
0: so what do we got here? We got, yeah, like we scored three tries in the last fifteen minutes. Yep, um, including one in the last minute. Of last a kick minute, from a winger. and so you know you're, you're looking. He's you got a try from dummy half and a kick yep. off the winger. Sixty-six yeah. minutes of the game, and they were beating us twenty-six to, you know what. 12 or something or yep. something along those lines so that, that's that's definitely a concern um, for the Broncos and Titans you would say it's a concern that they leaked three tries in the last 15 minutes um, yeah yeah. again not big concerns but yep. just little things that in the coach's room in the meeting it's going to be like boys this cannot happen this, you know, happen. this is yep. not what the club's about regardless of whoever's, whoever's wearing the Broncos jersey or whatever jersey next man up the next man up has to do a job uh so yeah i mean a great weekend of trials absolutely loved it next week's trials fridays manly versus raiders oh we'll speak quickly about Doggy's nights most people probably won't see this before they watch the doggies nights this afternoon um i think both are pretty much full strength too they're rolling out of
1: full strength i'm pretty sight. sure they are
0: yeah they wow, too. okay yeah interesting interesting i like it i love it if you're a team that is is that needs reps together i like it uh but on that what a big game for the knights Huge game. I feel like every game is massive for the Knights because, like, it's a confidence thing for them. If they go out and struggle and the doggies put, you know, whatever on them and they've got the half there on the our side,
3: start looking around going, shit.
1: Is, is Matt Burton playing? I think I
3: can't m- wait to see the new look doggies.
1: I feel like Burton's not.
3: Burton isn't playing, nor is Ado Carr, but okay. they do have a good team. Knights yeah. are almost full strength. Yeah, it's almost. pretty much full strength. See, I like that from O'Brien. Yeah, it's. I like that. You, they need as much reps as possible together. I like it. Who, who are the halves for uh, Canterbury? Uh, Wakeham and Avarillo. So Flanagan's not even getting a start there. Flanagan is playing, but he's in the extended. <sighs> Fuck Jersey 24. Mate, surely. Yeah, tell me Gus
1: hasn't made up
0: his mind.
3: Surely, maybe Flanagan
0: gets to start next week. That's a big... Whoa... Oh, man. Wow. Fuck. That's, like, wow.
1: Is um kid to watch that we've spoken about him, Paul Alamotti? I think he's – is he on the extended?
3: Uh, no, he's starting at centre. Oh, Garnt, What number is he? Number four.
0: Uh, number four, Canterbury. Watch him. watch him. Yeah, I can't wait for this. Knights, if Knights go out and play really well, it'd be great for their confidence. Oh, I love Adam O'Brien putting the squad together and basically going, let's go, boys. Yep. You know, um, Because you got the two trials, then you got a week off. It's plenty of time to recover. Um, Yeah, I'm actually really excited for this match. You know what? It's probably one of my most looked forward to matches of the weekend because I'm super keen to see the Doggies' new squad, but I'm also super super keen to see a a Ponga-led Knights. You know, there's a lot against the Knights right now. Like, their backs are against the wall. If they can come out and play really well, it's going to go... As much as there's a lot going the way of
1: Canterbury, signings-wise, if they don't produce... They're going to be back on the heap very oh, quickly. Man. So there's pressure on, both, pressure on sides. both sides. I'm very excited. What time is it, Matty?
0: Uh, 7 o'clock.
1: Gun. Can't
0: wait. Monday Night Footy. How good? Monday Night Footy. Uh, make sure to follow the great guru, Rugby Luke Guru, on Instagram, on Facebook. Subscribe to the Rugby League Guru podcast for all the best rugby league news in the entire planet. Also, grab a case of Bloke in a Bar from your local. It's a, It's the footy season's back. So Bloke in a Bar season is back, baby. Grab a case of beer. This is the beer of sport. No other beer gives you this much sport content. No other beer loves sport the way we do. You love sport. You support the beer. Platform grows. You actually have an impact in changing the sporting landscape in the country. Got anything to say, Gurino? No, mate. All good. All good. All ready to go. As usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you.